welcome to Stays Crunchy and Milk. If you have questions or comments, we have multiple ways we can be reached. Twitter is, of course, the best way for those who need instant gratification. And the show's Twitter feed is at SkimPod, S-K-I-M-P-O-D. Stays Crunchy. For the more patient amongst you, the email address for the show is podcast at StaysCrunchyandMilk.com. Crunchy again being spelled with a K. Crunchy. Hey, feel free to give us a call at 216-264-6311. That's 216-264-6311. We're available by Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, anywhere. Fine podcasts are available. And of course, at the website, stayscrunchyandmilk.com. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share wherever possible, including on YouTube, where we can now be found at Stays Crunchy, and over on Twitch, where we're still Stays Crunchy in Milk. Our personal Twitters are Tatum216, Lunchbox2099, The Real ODP, and I'm your host, the Internet's Tayrail713. Stays Crunchy, Stays Crunchy, Stays Crunchy, Stays Crunchy, Stays Crunchy. I'm rolling with the three six, let them peep this, let them peep this, make the heat split, leave them speechless. You don't want no beef trick. If it's honor that you won't honor what you get. Frazier boy, catch me if the bay and don't you forget. Repping where you coming from. Make you duck and run. Hectic and them built and them bullets come. They miss you, then <laughs> they miss you, then you lucky son. All I do was raise our thug. No, we gonna be click tight. Ain't no understanding where we come from. Best to get right, boy. Hello, welcome to it. It's Stage Crunchy Milk. It's episode 442, and we riding on a four-barrel carburetor, a four-speed transmission, and dual exhaust. With a this the show to go with it. For the week of April 25th, uh, 2022, and I'm joined by my best friend, just Tatum216. Cheerio. Slushbox2099. How come Callie doesn't get an intro? I mean, oh, she don't wow. really kick it like that. <laughs> the RV yeah, she, she just is, left. <laughs> the the RV in Puerto Rican is present, but of course he has children and they own some things right now, so he'll appear shortly. Who knows? But wait, there's more. Friend of the show and official six skim six man, my man Chalfy is in the house. What's good? What's good? You know we're out here celebrating. Uh, this time it's a state's country on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrible. Name. Uh, I will see. We'll, we'll workshop. We'll workshop. We'll workshop. My man, uh, uh, my, my, my man, Delvin Cox of the Delvin Cox Experience and multiple other podcasts. We will go through yes. them. Don't worry. Is in the house. What's up, everybody? Fuck Chalfie. <laughs> and fuck the next person <laughs> he's going to say. <laughs> That's a foreshadowing right there. Yeah. Plot <laughs> twist. <laughs> and give it up for the cousin Cecil shows on Mike Fowler. Can I get a fuck Mike Fowler? Fuck Mike Fowler. Fuck Mike Fowler. That's my people. I also appreciate <laughs> What's up, big Mike? Me and Mike on a podcast with Chalfie. Chalfie ends a fucking show. <laughs> so Cal <laughs> so Lacamoire yeah. will be ending soon. <laughs> hey, no, this might be a double hit. This is very true. Whenever I'm Mike and, and Delvin are together, the show ends. So this might be the last. It's coaching milk. This might be the last catalog on Mars. Just say it. We had a long run. Grand opening, yeah, grand closing. Yeah, not, yeah. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. We've been, we've been doing it for a while. When they got to end, what are you gonna do? You'll say. Follow the Mike. Follow the podcast man. killer. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm. I got. I'm a head hunter because I, you know, I got this. I took out um, fucking games we don't play. Garbage opinions. Oh, never mind. Like you know. <laughs> well, you definitely killed that one. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely killed that one. Uh, White people mad. 
I never seen so much white or white crowd in my life. <laughs> I would I wouldn't say mad. I would say we were perturbed. <laughs> Oh, two white people was mad at Mike. The audacity of him. They started using white words. Like, God damn. <laughs> they said, newsflash, buddy. Yes. You have the nerve to defend a Mexican over us? <laughs> in, in, in public? Yeah. In, yeah. in front of my salad? <laughs> on, on Mitt Romney's internet, you defended a Mexican? That's exactly what happened. I, I was, Oh man, trust, that was so trust great. Me, trust me, we'll 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 get there. Don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> oh, I am the Undertaker Seven Thirteen. I I rarely introduce myself at the beginning of the show, but I thought I would this week because, uh, as you can tell, we're riding deep. And you you, you got to get a sprinkling of everybody's voice. Uh, you know what it is? We 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 uh, remote, but we like are wild deep this week. But that's because I just want to have some fun and do this for once, just one time, just have a just a, a flock of motherfuckers on this bitch. And uh, we'll see how it one all time, edits out. Let it sounds be a in bad bitch sleep, uh, sweeping. I'm sorry, what was that? I said one time, let it be a bad bitch sweeping. <laughs> so, I, uh, I don't want to do news news per se this week, but I do. We got we do got a story to tell. That'll be fun. We got some amateur assholes. We're gonna talk about what we've been doing, what we've been watching, what we've been playing, and uh, that, that, that should that should make for a, a pleasant enough experience for all of us. And so, <laughs> let's get to it uh box told me a, told us a story uh in, po- in, in pre uh show uh, about uh an event that happened uh, via the good people at pepsi in the philippines 30 years ago and it is uh apparently known as pepsi number fever or the 349 incident which was a, a promotion that was held in the uh, by pepsico in the philippines which ended up leading to riots and the deaths of at least five people. So Delvin, did you remember that, Grandpa? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I wasn't there for that I, one. I was around in '92, uh, not in the Philippines per se, but I have no recollection of this story hitting uh, the news in my in my neck of the woods. So, for real, like I don't recall this at all. That PepsiCo cover up. It well, must let's, have let's, been. Let's let's break it down. In February 1992, Pepsi Pepsi Philippines PCPPI, in case you're wanting their uh, you know, corporate name, announced they would print numbers ranging from 1 to 999 inside the caps or described as crowns of Pepsi, 7 Up, Mountain Dew, and Miranda soda bottles. Mm. Certain numbers could be redeemed for prizes which range from which range from 100 pesos, about 4 bucks, to a million pesos or a grand prize roughly 40k in 92 money. Damn, Filipinos fuck with pesos too? Yes. Damn, I didn't know that. <laughs> I mean, they are wildly uh, Latin, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's just Spain's influence everywhere, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Equivalent to approximately 23 years of earnings at 118 pesos per day. The minimum wage in Philippines at the time. This is like squid game values. Sounds like a lot, but you know, it's, hey, they got two bucks a day, buddy. Listen. <laughs> like <laughs> Pepsi allocated a total of two million two million for the prizes. Marketing specialist Pedro Vergara based Pepsi Number Fever on a similar moderately successful promotions that have been held previously in Vergara's geographic area of expertise, Latin America. Pepsi Number Fever was initially wildly successful and, and increased Pepsi's market share from four four percent, Jesus Christ, to twenty four point nine. 
Winning numbers were announced on television nightly, and by May, 51,000 prizes have been redeemed, including 17 grand prizes. On May 25th, the nightly ABS-CBN Channel 2 News broadcast announced the grand prize number for the day was 349. Grand prize winning bottle caps were tightly controlled by PepsiCo. Two bottles with caps with the day's winning numbers printed inside them, as well as the security code for confirmation, had been produced and distributed. However, because of a computer error, 800,000 regular bottle caps had also been printed with the number 349, <laughs> but without, without the security code. Theoretically, these bottles were worth $32 billion. God damn. What? Thousands oh, collectively. Of, yes, yes. Th- thousands of Filipinos rushed to the Pepsi bottle plants to claim their prizes. PCPPI initially responded that the erroneously printed caps did not have the confirmation security code and therefore could not be redeemed. After an emergency meeting of of, of PCPPI and PepsiCo executives at 3 a.m., the company offered 500 pesos, 18 bucks, to holders who had mistakenly printed bottle caps as a gesture of goodwill. This would be accepted by... (laughs) This would be accepted by $486,000. Hey, I'm like, they're like, I'm giving you 18. <laughs> Cheap ass bastards, give an extra two. As I, as I look at it, let's say less than half a million, just, just a little bit less than half a million people took the fucking dough at the cost of about 18, $8.9 million or 240 million pesos. But many irate 349 holders refused to accept their settlement offer. They formed a consumer group. The 349 Alliance, which organized a boycott of Pepsi products and held rallies outside the, Pepsi, the, the offices of PCPPI and the Philippines government. Most protests were peaceful, but three PCPPI employees were killed by a grenade thrown into a warehouse in Davao. And a mother and child were killed in Manila Friday, Fe- February 13th, 1993, by a grenade thrown at a Pepsi truck. Okay, how did we not hear this? Like, this got serious. <laughs> You know, because yeah, America took a ton. Yeah, America it. It was. It's all yeah. cover up. They don't want to talk yeah, about it. True, indeed, that actually might be true. Box initially got this story from uh, Bloomberg Business Week. This is by Jeff Mache. What I just read to you is, is of course, the uh, the wiki of it. But I, ju- I just want to make sure we give uh, props out to uh, Jeff Mache over at uh, Bloomberg. It is a lengthy, lengthy story, including the tale of a. Uh, uh, where's that? What was the story about the woman who? Uh, the literally, the article literally Pepsi. starts right with it. Okay, so wait, was the title of the article three four nine? Damn, she fine. <laughs> the, in this case, the title of this article is Number Fever: The Pepsi oh, con- Contest up. That Became a Deadly Fiasco. I gotta read you this first paragraph. Mara Lily So, a woman in her early fifties with graying hair, runs a sorry sorry store out of her one bed her one room home in a concrete building beside a railway track in Manila. In the steamy heat of a summer afternoon, shirtless children appear at her window clutching coins. With a kind of smile, she serves them warm bottles of water and royal chew, one of a few sodas she displays alongside tiny shampoo sachets and single cigarettes. There's one brand she refuses to sell. If someone asks her for a Pepsi, her expression sours. More than 28 years, she's nurtured bitter resentment against the company. (laughs) I didn't have a job back then, she said, starting in on her Pepsi story. Man, she was mad about it. it is, oh, here, I'll keep going. It was 6 p.m. on May 25th, 1992, 
and so was among the 70% of Filipinos watching the Channel 2 Evening News. Then, 23, she was living in a wooden shack beside the tracks with four children under five. That's really more her fault than anybody else's. I just want to point that out to people. Pepsi was about to announce the winning number for its promotion that had gripped the Philippines. 65 million people. Her husband, a house painter, had spent their last centavos on special number fever bottles of Pepsi, hoping one of the three-digit numbers printed on the underside of the caps would match one of the winning numbers locked inside a vault. Across the Philippines' 7,641 islands, ads that promised people you could be a millionaire. A million pesos, about 68K in today's dollars, was the largest prize available. 611 times the country's average monthly salary at the time. The published odds of winning that amount were 28.8 million to one. But Pepsi had already minted 18 millionaires. They appeared in ads real as day. One, a bus driver named Nima Balmez became known as Mrs. Pepsi after joking that drinking cola put her husband in the mood. Oh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Number Fever was the brainchild of executive name Pedro Vergara, a Chilean who worked for the promotions department in New York. All right, so we, we I like I said, you know about the base of the rest of this because, like I said, I talked about it from the from the, from the wiki breakdown. But like I said, one, that's a damn good, well-written story. So again, that's over on Bloomberg. But also, apparently... Uh, the good people at Esquire wrote about this as well. Rage, riots, and death looking back at the Pepsi 349 debacle. And that is by uh, Paul John Kana, and that's over at Esquire. But I'm telling you right now, that Bloomberg one, I feel, is much more better written. So I would say read the Bloomberg story. Maybe I'll okay. throw the link to that in my, in my damn uh, show notes. That kind notes. of stuff reminds me of, um, of what, happens on, what happened on Dan's birthday and his birth year. It was, it was his one-year birthday. It was his one-year oh, birthday. One year balloons birthday. in Cleveland. You had a grenade thrown at you on his birthday? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really trying to, like, what, like, what happened? <laughs> I survived that just like I survived the condom. So oh. <laughs> I was like, fucking man, Novocaine had all the hard times. Huh? Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> so... In, uh, in 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 the, in the city of Cleveland, uh, one year after Daniel's birth, exactly on his, his first birthday, uh, I believe it was like the Salvation Army or some sort, was trying to set a Guinness World Record for the most balloons released. You know, say it at one time. And uh, oh yeah, I remember this. It was a real shit show, and so many balloons ended up getting released. You could you they could they could track them on radar. But and eventually, you know, what goes up must come down. So fucking the land, the lake, everything just polluted with balloon uh, refuse. It was rare. We, we've talked about it on the show before. It's wildly fucked up. And, and like, like, like in Canada, a lot of them came down in Canada. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, of course, they're just across the border, uh, just across the lake, as, as it were. So like, like, like Ant was saying, it's wild how uh, corporations be fucking up. <laughs> and uh, clearly Pepsi uh, took an L. It's really neat too. It's kind of like I said, this story is a kick-ass story. Thank you, Daniel, for that one. The box came through with that one, and it's a damn good story. Right, or, like otherwise, you're going to hear about a, 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 a rabbi, child molester, and/or a school teacher who was uh, soliciting nudes. I mean, Jeez. your news is really going to take a, a turn for the worse. Well, I'm more, yeah. oh, I'm more looking forward to uh, the three, four, nines uh, Netflix adaptation or <laughs> and/or documentary after every other thing has been talked about in this world. No I was shit. just about to say, like, this thing's perfect for an HBO Max um, documentary. <laughs> mm-hmm. Could, could like you the, imagine? Uh, the McDonald's um, stuff. 
What Drew Just the, the audacity of these motherfuckers. You think you won $68,000 and they offer you $18,000? I, I, I don't blame mm-hmm. them for throwing a grenade. I want to hurt somebody too. That's what I'm saying. $18. Yeah. $18 is disrespectful. They were like, <laughs> nah. Couldn't even guts. round up to 20. Couldn't even round up to 20. Nope. <laughs> I'm wondering where these motherfuckers catching grenades from. Shit, I got a fucking uh, court settlement payout to my PayPal the other day for like $3.43. Hey, that shit is wild because I've received checks for like, uh, you know, like 24 cents. And I'm like, it cost you more, like double for the fucking stamp. And you sent me a check. Like this whole packaging together probably cost a dollar to send me like 24, 23 cents. Dumb. Like, I love that. Reckless. company's money. It's different when you... Think you like a like a thousandaire, oh, as opposed yeah. to like, hey, mm-hmm. I just got a settlement. I just got twenty four cent, as opposed to like, I think I'm, right. I'm like a thousandaire. My life has been changed dramatically because of the right. situation. And you get there like, no, nah, even though you won, you I really mean, didn't I, win. So here's eighteen dollars. Why didn't they do this? Like, listen, hey, we fucked up, but here's what we're gonna do for like the next five years. You get like a six pack a month. Well, the yeah. thing about it too is like if T if T had kept going down the article, there was one paragraph that I remember it said something about one family had many many caps, like many three four nine caps. They had a bunch. Okay. So imagine being that family where they go in thinking they've got like twenty seven caps and they're about to just fucking oh, yeah. own a mansion. They're like, we're about to buy a plot of land, like two cows. We're gonna be. We're gonna set. have a two bedroom home in the Philippines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not a They're studio a house. A two bedroom houses. They were about to eat all the Jolly Bee they could ever want. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Jolly Bee, whack. You said uh, raising canes, whack. I said how many people died Please kick this man <laughs> off the show. <laughs> But see, that's the thing, though. One thing, uh, if T would have got a little bit further in the article, he would have seen that also, that's where the slang, that's Cap, came from. Yep. No Cap. Cap, no Cap. Oh, my God. Didn't we say how many people uh, died in the, the kill? Wasn't it only five people? It was five people. So, I'm not gonna say only five people. That's five people's people. So yeah, I was like, only damn, well, I'm, I'm ruthless, huh? He's like, I mean, I'm talking about you know American inflation. That's like like a half an American. Okay, but continue. <laughs> <laughs> this is why the shows end when you get on them. Some things you can't come back from. You know, that's what happens when you're melanin deficient. I, yeah. I, hey, this happened in 92. I was three years old. I didn't know. <laughs> oh Damn. You're a fucking baby. Oh, shit. So, uh, OD, ODP is about to drop an excellent mixtape with that head. Fuck how that headphone oh. set up. Oh, I can't what hear my hear? snare. <laughs> Where's my snares? <laughs> Oh my god. So uh that was your news for the week, so you know what it is, man. It's how we do it. We go step by step and everybody gets to fucking have a little a little bit of their own time. And so we sit and chat and cipher divine. First up, as always, is my man Ant. Ant Man, hit him with it. What's been going on in your world? I don't know. Let's grab the notebook. 
Fuck yeah. Y'all, 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 y'all not. Ryan Gosling movie? Show, show, him the, show him the Ooh Kill Him notebook. That's the history of this show in notebook form. I want y'all to know that shit. Damn. Like, I could that's, that's, shit. y'all wouldn't even know it. <laughs> the stage crocky, crutchy Necronomicon. I like it. That's exactly what that is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this hey, is the stage, sh- the stage crunchy omnibus. There but you shout go. out to Stays Crunky though. Crunk ain't dead. Stays, yeah. Stays crunky and milk. I like, <laughs> I like that. See? There you go. They're gonna do name. <laughs> That's the, the right. sister podcast. Right. After after Mike ruins this one, we got you know what I'm saying we'll start on this. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, which like which he will do. He will do. <laughs> Mark my word. So, <laughs> before I move on, um I'm I'm looking through this notebook lunch. And I see uh, a Paper Champs uh, podcast ad that I did for you guys while I was pretending to be uh, Macho Man. Man. Yeah. Oh, that's that's a great ad read. Oh, my God. What a time. (laughs) Man, I saw a video clip today that was um, Jay Lethal when he had his little uh, in-ring Ric Flair off with Ric Flair in in TNA a few years back. Shit's still gold to this day. Jay Lethal sounded exactly like Ric Flair while talking to Ric Flair. Yes. It was so good. So, so woo. <laughs> woo! 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 <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. I, I think I will save that for Where's my pencil? For our show proper. Very good. Um, but one thing I did want to talk about is since we all live in pretty much different states, except um I guess the the, the core Ohio group, like what food you think is one commonality between all of us? I'll say my answer after you guys um Say what you think um, it, it one is. A food commonality between all of us? Like aside from pizzas and hamburgers? I was going to say pizza. Well, pizza and hamburger. Okay. I, I, I was going to say pizza. So. I'm saying french fries, that, just to be different. French fries. Should I eat Mexican food for dinner today? Man, Mexican food everywhere. I was going to say, I think Taco Bell is probably the most commonly thing to us. <laughs> what, what do you guys feel about the, uh, the Mexican pizza coming back? Oh, man, that was I'm my note. Are you trying to tell my story? <laughs> I am. Are we hyped for it, or is it like all... Uh, yes. Like, was it yeah. something you really I'm, fuck I'm with? Or is yeah. it like they are, they are really advertising us? I ordered it every time. Yeah. That's all I used to eat from Taco yeah. Bell. All. You know, well, a good two minute. things are, are are going off that week. We get the fucking Mexican pizza back. That shit's tight. Number two, we get new Kendrick that week. That shit's oh. ill, too. Boom, oh, boom. There we go. It's also Nick Ju's birthday. Shout out to her. Uh-huh. <laughs> that week. So- <laughs> and then for Mike Fowler reference, that would be Kendrick's fifth album. Trying to start shit in the chat, too. Motherfucker. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, let's see. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like pizza just uh, just covers everybody. It's probably maybe it's some styles of pizza that motherfuckers got. Of course, you know we we don't fuck with Detroit style, Chicago style, St. Louis. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Cleveland kind of has a style going with Ohio Paco. 
So it's like, I feel like everybody got a, a variation on the theme. So I feel like pizza just kind of works as the as the as the the, the food that kind of crosses borders because everybody all over the place. Let me tell you something: you don't want Canadian pizza. I'll tell you that. Why yeah. not? What's wrong with it's just, it? It's it's just garbo. They make really? they make poor pizza. They put mm. maple syrup instead of marinara. Well, okay. How about this? Pizza, pizza, pizza in pizza, pizza in Canada makes whack pizza. Hmm. I don't it's know just if there's little Caesars because isn't that what that fool says? No, no, it's not. It's his own, it's his own deal. And if you ever watch Scott Pilgrim, it's the pizza shop they go to get pizza from. You'll see it in the background. Right? My man Scott walking there eating a slice. Uh-huh. Mm. And they shit. And they shit's. Uh, it's just whack, man. I don't even. I don't. Eat, I don't eat pizza when I'm in Canada. I do eat poutine. That so. That, that, that how I get down. I love when we go to Canada, but I will admit our food adventures have been real fucking miss up there. <laughs> I got food poisoning our first day there. That Swiss chalet was the worst place I'd ever been to in my life. I blame the food poisoning on 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 on, on dinosaur because you had you it had to be a day before. That's how food poisoning works. So I say we, dinosaur fed you the wrong meat. We ate at that Asian place the night before when I got sick. Yeah, but then only you got sick. What? what I mean, maybe something specific you ate got you, though. So that's, that's I true. mean, I had pad thai that no one else touched. True mm. indeed. True indeed. What was in that pad thai? Something that got me sick. Assassinated my man. Put him straight down. It was real bad. Oh, man. I was fucked up the whole trip. Yeah. No, no bueno. <laughs> I, missed, I, I missed the the Cleveland, at the time, Indians game versus the Blue Jays because we had tickets. But I laid out, I was laid out on the Airbnb floor, like I couldn't move. I had to pull myself together to make it to Childish Gambino. Like two days later, it was rough. Yeah, I've only had food poisoning. I feel like one time, it was um my, when my friend got married a few years ago, and the night before we had went to a strip club and I ate some um what I thought would have been the safest thing to eat at a strip club. It's chicken fingers. And nope. then the next day, I was sha- I was shaking and sweat. I have never sweated so much in my life. And then I like I was like I soaked my fucking bed. Damn. In a bad way. And uh <laughs> <laughs> doo doo. Actually, I didn't I know I was just sweating. <laughs> I actually didn't do all I did. I I was sweating real, real bad, and then I like I I threw up a couple times, and then like after that I was okay. But I don't think I ate for the rest of the day. But I I had like uh, I had severe chills. That shit was crazy. I don't think I've ever felt that way. Hopefully, I never I, feel that way again. I don't know if I've ever had food poisoning. I don't think I want it. Oh, you, you know what? Though? When I stopped eating swine, you know what I'm saying. I, I, when I stopped eating pig, it was a, it was an experience, and so maybe at that time, maybe that was food poisoning because I was ruined. So, <laughs> food poisoning has a lot of similarities to like the flu. Oh yeah, it does. Like you end up end up with the sweats, like some diarrhea. Th- some, I haven't. I didn't throw up that last time when we were in Canada, mm-hmm. but I have thrown up for food poisoning before. Oh my god, man! Even like when we went up to the Popeyes up there, and I know Popeyes is very hit or miss, but even that Popeyes is whack as fuck. We've had a lot of like not stellar meals up in Canada. Don't eat in so Canada. That's. I mean, not. To, 
not not that I'm trying to take the trip, but so me and me and uh Xander when we just went when we went there for this Tyler shit, you know you know it because you because where we where we have stayed at, right across the the last time we stayed in that one apartment complex, right, and like right across the street from it, it was a, like a little sports bar looking spot like across from the grocery store. Mm-hmm. We finally went there because it was just it was <laughs> snowing and I was like I ain't trying to waste time. Let's just go let's go eat there. And it's a bar more than anything, but it do have some tables and stuff. And I ended up having uh, their buffalo chicken poutine. Bruh. It was so fucking good. It was wildly good. I was like, it's probably one of the best things I've eaten in Canada ever. And I like the, we got good shit from Smokes. We got poutine from them. So That was one right. of the, the um, DoorDash order, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one that came in the red boxes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we've had, we have had, you are correct, mathematically, it is way more misses than hits. Just that's real. Yeah, like I'm not saying that all of Canada's food's bad or anything, but just the few times I've been there, there's been some not good experiences that stick out. Yeah. Alas. They're Kit Kats though. Do. Fucking just <laughs> <laughs> Fuck with the Kit Kat. And and I get and, and Chaffee get get his got his wine gums. So mm-hmm. that's what's up. <laughs> and I saw someone sent you some wine gums recently too, didn't they? No, my man, uh, my man, somebody sent my man Seth uh, at IGN from over at IGN. That's uh-huh. my that's that's my homeboy. I mean, I, I get it. He's he is you know a big deal IGN, big deal. But that's my he was my homeboy before he was on before he was on IGN. Mm-hmm. And one of his one of the listeners to Nintendo Voice Chat heard him say he had never had them, oh. and so they sent they sent him a a pack. And uh, I was like, oh, bro, <laughs> if you need, if you down with wine gums, I I can always hook you up because I gotta I gotta hook Chaffee up when I'm up north, so I might as well hook yeah. you up too. But he Man, said I saw that was the first time he had tried him. I saw yeah, Seth Macy. My last bag. I saw Seth Macy talking to Xavier Woods on Twitter yesterday, and uh-huh. I was like, "Fuck, I'm one Kevin Bacon away from Xavier Woods." Correct. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness, that's a wow! But that has nothing to do with Ant. Ant's a whole lot story. Ant, what was your answer to that? Well, uh, in a, in a roundabout way, we did all figure it out. Like. I was just thinking, like almost every culture has some kind of flatbread that they serve mm-hmm. and eat with something. Yeah, mm-hmm. very true. For so I, I have always thought every culture has a dumpling of some sort. Yeah, like a pierogi. Per, it's pierogies like a, 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 meat, a meat pocket. Would an empanada yeah, count if it's larger? Like, are we just saying some type of enclosure? I mean, I mean that yeah, it works because. It's a it's 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 a dough enclosure with you know filled with something you know yeah yeah like like Chinese food I'll get like dumplings I know like Puerto Ricans do like meat like dumplings like the ground meat because um, like our one buddy was selling them he's, he's Puerto Rican so I called them Puerto Rican pierogies <laughs> do tamales fit in that category sure tamales are but that's a that's a masa of of, of dough right. Yeah, but it's still stuff. I know, but I I I've been thinking more. Is it is it is it like adjacent? Yeah, it probably it probably can sit in amongst the dumpling category. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Puerto Rican pierogies is probably your show title box. Well done, (laughs) man. That those nine hours of sleep I got last night. I'm really putting them bitches to work today. (laughs) (laughs) You got nine hours of sleep. Oh, I drugged myself up last night. It was rough. There were there's some allergy meds involved. Oh, oh no. Dang. 
You sipping that baby lean, little uh, Benadryl and juice? I had some pills and some chewables, we'll say. <laughs> there was a concoction going around inside of me last night. Mm. Whitney did oh. coke for years, but did Benadryl once and died. <laughs> Damn. Oh, my God. <laughs> Factual in, 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 in its statement, so that's real, so. Oh my God! Uh, speaking of, well, hey, I mean, you know, like I said, we we kind of got to hit it fast, and we gonna get everybody in. So, mm-hmm. thank you, Anthony, for as always bringing something dope to the show. You're welcome, <clears throat> Daniel. Man, you know you got this next story time for lunchbox. What's going on in your neck of the woods? I have a an addiction, a new one, and uh, it's bad. No shit. What what not is really hurting my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> I. I can't help but open that fucking app and just find shit to buy that I like. I want, but like I probably don't need to be buying at this very moment. Like I was, I was so worried about maybe being laid off from my job like two, three weeks ago, and then in that time I've spent like three hundred dollars on whatnot. <laughs> so you know what? Just to take it to something that's been said in the recently is Mike Fowler and Lunchbox really are opposite sides of the same coin because. Mike was trying to get us to buy shit off whatnot. <laughs> yeah. I say I've yes. been there. I I'm around that same price range as lunchboxes on that fucking app before. <laughs> like I, I gave like my code to Anthony and T because I like I've seen stuff on like that's the other problem is I go on there and some of the shit I buy, even for me, I've got a T and Anthony box on the floor right behind me right now. Their birthdays and Christmases for the year are already taken care of. Sweet. <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> but like i went on there the other night and like um this one one uh group was selling like they found a warehouse where some guy had like owned a toy store for decades and whenever shit didn't sell or like he never made it to the floor it just sat in the warehouse untouched and so they had like unopened toys from the last couple decades i can't see what what is that batman it's batman of some sort there was a okay. uh, it was the Batman 1989 movie comic <clears throat> I got off that fucking app. Yeah. So, like, and that's- similar thing that th- these people, like, uh, they have, they bought a bunch of stuff from the warehouse and they were auctioning it off last week. So, I was, I was in their auction while I was watching AEW Dynamite. And I ended up buying a Battle Trolls Trollosaurus from the early 90s, like, completely brand new in the box, never opened. And, I'm, and like after I bought it, I was super excited. And then I'm thinking, why the fuck did I buy that? And then as time went on, I realized I bought it because it reminds me of my grandmother. Because she bought me Battle Trolls when I was a kid. And so like I've been buying shit on there from like my, my youth. And I, I, I have decided to put this like display cabinet together with all these like old trinkets and stuff. And I realized everything I'm putting in there reminds me of my grandmother. Yeah. So it's kind of like I'm building a toy shrine to my grandmother for the things that her and I went through when I was a kid. So, like, I ended up buying that Trollosaurus. Then the other problem I have, though, is besides buying stuff for that shrine. Well, hold on real quick, because I was about to talk shit and say, hey, but did you buy any, like, Beast Wars stuff? And then you made it sentimental talk about your grandma, so now my jokes are going to fall. Well, I would buy I would buy Beast Wars, though, because she, <laughs> she, did, she did buy me Optimus Primal and... My oh, favorite wow. Beast War is the Velociraptor. Because I also want Delvin to be triggered, too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I will say See, this. I, I, what bothers me to my soul. 
Beast Wars toys. I hate that okay. name so fucking much. The show is horrible. It is not good. And see, I grew up on Beast Wars. I never saw I'm the original Transformers. Really, I'm sorry to hear, to hear like, that. That's that. Tra- Transformers for me was Beast Wars and the McDonald's toys. That is disappointing. Yeah. You know, fuck you, Mike. See, that's how we was gonna yeah. fuck Mike Feller. Stop saying hell yeah. <laughs> so, I got a question for up? Lunchbox, bro. For uh, whatnot. Um, how much have you ever when you have you ever watched an auction and you hit the button and you kind of oh, hope you all the time bit, just all the fucking time <laughs> I swear to God I'm like I'll, 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 I'll throw out like a bid where I'm like I'll, I'll tell myself I'm not going past 35 and then like I'm like oh, I don't want to lose and then I hit up to like 39 although I'm dollar dicking back and forth I don't fucking just shoot the 39 I dollar dick my whip to 39. But then when we're at 39 and I'm winning and I'm watching the clock, I'm like, fucking outbid me, outbid me, outbid me, please outbid me. I made a mistake, outbid me. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I swear to God, the Which other night. I'm getting the heroin rush. Like, oh, yeah. The other night I was in an auction and there was only like 14 of us in this. It was some dude in like Arkansas or Alabama. He was just doing a quiet little stream of stuff that his buddy had found in a storage locker. And he had the cleanest Ghostbusters firehouse that I've seen in a while. And it was only missing, like, the two loose accessories. It had the front doors. Oh, and it was missing the sign. But it had, like, the, the, the slide spindle thing, and it had the doors. All the stickers were pristine. It was clean as fuck. All it needed was the sign and the containment unit. And I wanted it, but I didn't want to spend too much money. <laughs> Me and some other dude dollar bid each other back and forth from $40 all the way up to $91. Oh, damn. That's a lot of back and forth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it got up to 91 and I was just like, fuck it, man. You can have it. I'll just buy, bid and buy all the Pokemon Burger King shit that's coming up. <laughs> you, I will give you more of a, a tip of the hat because you are in that toy part of whatnot. I'm in the comic book part of whatnot. So, like, all I had to do is, like, while you're looking, I'm like, okay, they're obviously showing corns. It doesn't look too bad. You're, you're like, you're debating on, like, yeah, it's missing this, but I can, you know, mm-hmm. I can work with it and all that shit. And, like, mine is, uh, okay, one of the hot things on the, on the comic book side is they do these blind bag uh, collections. And then they also do, like, ones that in that box of mystery box, it gives you a, a raffle to a, mm-hmm. a prize on the wall. And that was my biggest uh, buy. I bought, I spent, and they give you a, a price range of like, in this gift box, there should be X amount of dollars that this, these comics are value at. And I spent 300 and like 40 bucks on one mystery box. And I also got the first appearance oh. of Omega Ooh. Red Sexy. issue. So I, I wish it was the newsstand one because I thought it was the newsstand one, which newsstand for people who are listening means there's a on comic books back in the middle or like, you know, right before like the 2010s, there used to be actual newsstands like around in New York and shit where there's a barcode that is means it was not a direct like went to a store and like, you know, the comic book store says I need five issues. And they get five issues. This one's like you actually go to a newsstand, and after that month, those newsstand ones go back to the factory and they they go away. So it makes them smaller in variety if whoever bought them. Blah blah blah. 
But yeah, so just ma- it's like a small thing that goes. Yeah, you're you got the first appearance of Omega Red, but I got the first appearance in a newsstand one. Yeah, it's like having an alternate variant. Like, fuck, because like I've always wanted the uh, first yeah. appearance of Venom, and that and that's actually how I learned what you're talking about. Because I've seen some with the barcode, and then I've seen some with the little symbiote symbol, and I never understood the difference. And then like three months ago, I looked it up. So the, now the issue though with with it is. I, I have been buying stuff that I want, and I'm going to make this cabinet, and that, that's a project, and that's all well and good. But then I, I also end up buying shit that I don't necessarily need or want, but it's just too good of a deal to pass up. So, like, Sunday night, Sunday night, I was in bed, and these same people that I bought the Trollosaurus from were doing a video game auction. They bought a bunch of Japanese video games and brought them over to America, were auctioning them off. But they had, like, other stuff, too. And... They ended up having an unopened uh, Donkey Kong first appearance of Mario, like the Intellivision or whatever or whatever the fuck the thing is called. Yeah, and it sells for like unopened like a hundred bucks on eBay, and it was at like seventy one bucks. And I was like, it seemed like the bidding had died, and I was like, well, it's under market value. I better bid, so I bidded seventy two, and I ended up fucking winning it. And now, so now I have an unopened copy of Donkey Kong coming that I don't, I've never even fucking played that game. And I'm like, all right, well, do I get this thing graded now? And then what do I do with it? Do I give it away? Do I sell it? Like, do I hold it? Like, same, same fucking auction. They ended up selling the uh, SNES Super Scope, Sniper Scope thing. Super Scope with, like, with the fucking Dongola. Yeah, they were selling that <laughs> w- w- with the Dongola. And it was at like 14 bucks. And I'm like, that seems like a low price for what that thing I think is worth. So I bid it up to 15 and then no one else bid. And like, everyone's just like, how the fuck did you win that? I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck I just won. Cause I never had a super Nintendo. I don't know what this thing is worth, but my intuition told me that $15 for that was a good price. (laughs) I I do wish I did have an eBay store, like, or a page like you do. That's where my thing was. I started, I did the same exact thing. I was like, I'm going to make an inventory. So I'm going to make a, a fucking whatnot account and be an auctioneer too. I did not know there's a, it's a fucking pristine list right now that there it's mm-hmm. like, so every few and select people. And uh, I don't know if you have applied for it, but I bet money you have a better chance than me because you have a, a you know, receipts showing that you've done sales on the internet. Yeah, I, have, I haven't tried because I don't have, like, a tremendous inventory of anything right now. I actually have – I did make a sale last night. I got to send something out through eBay's global shipping. But um, same thing with, like, these. These were the Penny Arcade from the first year that they gave them out at PAX. Oh, boy. Some guy was cleaning out, like, his stuff. I guess he went – he's – I'm no lie. Him and his wife went to WrestleMania weekend in Dallas, and they're like – Oh, well, we got to make some money back because we spent too much money on the trip. So we're, we're clearing out some stuff. And they put those up for three bucks and no one was bidding. And I'm just like, I know what those are. Those are worth more than $3. And then I, I bid the three bucks. No one bid. And I'm like, I looked it up on eBay and like there's one listing for this four this four piece set from PAX East. This was the very first year that they did it. One currently listed and it's in Australia for $212. Oh, wow. wow. So, so if I list this, I'll have the only American listing on all of eBay. That's cool. That's why I don't like your lunchbox. You have, you have a- <laughs> but, but that's why I like that app because, like, 
I used to work for Goodwill back in the day. So I have like a vast knowledge of things from there. But then being a nerd, I also know a lot about nerddom. And being a reseller, I understand, you know, ROI and, and profit margins and everything. So like sometimes there's just too good of a deal to pass up. Even if I have to sit on something like like that sniper scope, I don't know shit about that thing, but I know that Dongola sells for fifteen bucks all by itself. I did. Uh, I did um, on the side tell T and Delvin that I do feel that you uh, that Lunchbox and Mike should make their own podcast called the Foulest Box um, <laughs> because you guys are some whole ass nerds. But also, this type of dialogue is very fascinating to me because it's like. It's not a knowledge base that I have. So when I hear people really, for and, and this is genuinely a compliment, when I hear people really like nerd and geek out over shit, that's like, that's like a passion piece. It's like, it's fucking exciting because it's like, like to hear people get like geeked up over shit is really, really cool. So one, you guys are whole ass nerds, but two, this conversation is really amazing and fascinating to me. Well, and that like that's part of what the app feels like too, because it feels like there are just an army of nerds on there that are selling things that they know everyone enjoys. Like people have like retro shops, and they'll like list things from the shop on the app because it's reaching a wider customer base. But it's something we all love. There's also the cutthroat sellers on there that are like, I know that this is worth this, and I won't go any below this because I'm not taking a loss. And those are generally the auctions that I don't hang around in because they don't have a good vibe about them. But then there's also like the sellers that clearly like aren't good at selling and they don't know what they have and they list everything super cheap. And like a lot of people don't hang around in those auctions mm-hmm. because they, they, there's not like a specific type of genre that they're hitting. They're very hodgepodge. And that's my wheelhouse because that's like going to the flea market or thrifting or whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll watch TV and hold my phone in front of me and I'll sit in the hodgepodge auction for two hours and hit three things. Like I got an entire box set of uh, Seinfeld, the complete series with the, the fucking special salt and pepper uh, salt shakers that are shaped like the ketchup and mustard from the diner. Whole shebang bang for 20 bucks. That's what's up. Just sitting in the hodgepodge. I thought you were about auction. to say the special with salt and pepper. Oh, I would push like that one. Appearance on Seinfeld or something. something. I would push bid on that one. Too sweet. Now, now, Mike has been trying to push me on this site for Real a while, good. and I was like not for it. But now, now, uh, Lunchbox comes through, and I'm like, yes, I definitely want to do this. I don't like to gamble, but this is my type of gambling because I might come up on like a Ghostbusters house. I've also really been wanting some like. Um, the mask action figures. Yeah. That's the thing that like there's, I want to do like a vintage toy road trip kind of deal. And I was looking into that the other night, but the stuff you're talking about, that's exactly like the kind of stuff I'm looking for on there. Like Mm -hmm. street sharks, like this entire box right here is just ghostbuster action figures and accessories that I've acquired in the last week and a half. Well, there's like the, there's this like a, it's basically like a dirt mall swap meet out here called Franken Sons. And basically it's just this conversation, but hands on. It's video games, it's comic books, it's um uh toys and things like that, where it's just like local vendors just trying to uh, offload their fucking uh uh yard sale pickups and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? So you're not go having to go to like a fucking Comic Con or C two E two and try to find someone's booth. It's just random ass dudes who are like 
here's my fold out table with boxes on it. Yeah. And like they, they're, they're expanding their offerings too. Like I noticed the other day they're doing NFT stuff now. Yeah. I didn't click on it, but I saw it in the, in the drop down, which wasn't there before, but like, there's like people that sell vintage clothing. There's the shoe sellers on there. Like the shoe game to me is it's not my, my scene because it's, it's all young dudes clearly hustling shit out of like their little makeshift warehouses or their extra bedroom. And like, you see the wall behind them. It's all the inventory that no one else can get off the sneaker app because they have all the bots and shit, you know, and then they're upcharging everything. I, I just don't like hanging out in there. I'm more of like the, I'm the gritty hanging out in the room with 11 people trying to snipe the Burger King Pokemon toys from 1999 type of whatnot. Or, um, and that shit, it's, it's fun and it's paying off. Like, I got like I got an entire unopened set of Super Mario Brothers McDonald's toys from 1989 with the Happy Meal box the other day. I I am also in the same ballpark except I was with comics, like I said. But uh, I don't like I go for uh, how the whatnot app shows. It shows whoever has the most people in their uh, show. They're up top. I scroll all the way to the fucking bottom mm-hmm. to almost the upcoming. I look for the ones with the ones or zeros. Yep. And it sounds bad because he used the word snipe, but obviously all we're doing is suck, finding these suckers who are like, I'm going to sell something, and they don't understand exactly how whatnot works just yet. So they, thought, they see everybody else do these dollar bids, and mm-hmm. I like to I like to go in there and go like, oh, wow, you have a, you know, a regularly $5 comic book at a store. I'm going to hit that, do- and no one's here. One dollar. I got to yeah. get that motherfucker right there. <laughs> A lot of the times, too, the play is to go into those, those auctions and then ask the person to run that item because yep. chances are you're the only yes. one there, so you're the yes. only one that's going to bid. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I got I to I gotta, I gotta learn the trick. Like I said, I only, only, went on, only attended the one record auction, and I was mad at dude. I was like, bro, come on, man. There's no way you should be hustling. He, he was selling shit for prices that are like for two and three times prices I can go get shit for on Discogs. And I'm a, I'm a record dude. That's what I would be on there for. So I was like, I mean, like, congratulations to him for working, you know, getting motherfuckers to pay reckless prices for things that should not be costing as much as that. But mm-hmm. I was just like, that's not for me because I, I got connection places I can go get I can go get things from at a much better price. Yeah, but if you tell me I can go find a fucking auction if I'm you know deep down in the streets. Mm-hmm. That's what I got to do. <clears throat> yeah, like don't go for the popular ones. Go go for like. Go for the the lonely girl in the corner of the dance hall. <laughs> <laughs> I tried that uh, once, and she pretended not to speak English. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear with that little bit of the Puerto Rican? You tell her I'm bilingual, Holmes. Did you tell her I'm Mr. White? She pretended to speak some kind of uh, I don't want to uh, Asian language. Just tell her the love language is universal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Gabriel. Gabriel, man, in fact, Gabriel, man, what's, 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 it, it is your turn, sir. What's popping with you, baby? It is? Yeah. Uh, yes, it all is. right. Well, the big, the piggy bank off a few things. Uh, one, uh, I have a, I have a, uh, I, I have a uh, food uh, sickness, uh, food poisoning story. 
that I didn't get to share during Tatum's uh, segment. <laughs> um, so I was in college, and it's the first time I I learned what the term violently ill meant. Mm. I don't know what I ate. I know I just ate at the cafeteria, and like I was just like thrown up in a way that like fuck you, you're not going to make it to the toilet. You're going to throw up right in the hallway. I'm like, well, at least it wasn't in the dorm room. I don't have to smell it. It's out in the hallway. I can close the door. Uh, but, like, I called my parents for a little bit of see and, like, like, some advice. Like, should we be suing the college for getting me this sick? And my dad says to me, like, what are you, drunk? Have you been drinking? Like, what? <sighs> I love my parents, but like, <laughs> well, it's just looking for a little bit of a sympathy that just wasn't what? coming your way. <laughs> no, I don't know why I went there for sympathy. I, 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 <laughs> I was, because I was sick and I was hurting. Because your parents visited you this week on the road. And I figured that's not really an old oh, yeah. role with ODP kind of situation. So I figured that'd be more of a regular show kind of dealy. Okay. I'll talk about How that on the regular show. See, see, <sighs> your, see your folks after after this stretch. Ooh, I heard that breath. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. No, I, it was the kids had fun. They had fun. Everything was lovely. Uh, surface level. Here we go. Uh, but you know, oh, here we go. We're getting fucking real here. But if they didn't ask me, tell me once when uh, when uh, where we're gonna settle down, what when are we go down? They asked it a thousand fucking times. Oh no! When are you gonna settle down? When are you gonna settle down? You gonna do this? How long are you gonna do this? How long are you gonna do this? Like, you know what? Uh, I, I get the same. I gave them the same answer every time. They just didn't like it when it feels right. When it feels right. And oh my I, I can tell they don't approve of this, and they haven't been very supportive. To be, to be frank. You know, my mother told me, as as far as like how she's been supportive, she said to me, "Well, you know what? We didn't try to talk you out of this. Like, that's not." That's not supportive. That's also not a thing that's, you can do to a grown ass person. That's not even the bare minimum. I'm making everyone uncomfortable. I know. I'm sorry. Just the, <laughs> no, no, you're no, fine. That, 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 uh, that, this, I, this is the this is the one place that you um, you do get to tell the truth and you do get to say what you mean and what you feel without being judged. In the past, I always feel bad when I'm not on the show because it's always like. I'm not there to have your back when you say something that's not what everybody else think you should say. I'm always feeling like, you know what? Hell yeah, I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you did it. And I'm glad that, like, right now that you're living the way you want to. Um, other than your daughter, um, you know, trying to make you um, adopt, adopt pets and shit on the, um, you know, hmm. that you don't want in the house. Um, <laughs> house. Like, I'm super. Uh, I'm super proud of you, man. <laughs> And that, the RV. Yeah, and that's just and that's just that's what it comes down to. You, you get, if if nothing else, I get it. Again, I know that you go to them and, and with an expectation of sympathy, 
and support, and they seem unable to pull that out they had. But you got us, and we always going to sit here waving a damn Gabe cheerleading flag, and and I know that's not. I what appreciate you that want, from you fellas, but I hope it is kind of. I hope it'll it'll give you just enough to get you over the hump. You feel me? Oh, it certainly helps to have you fellas in my life. Uh, I, mean, I, I, I know, uh, like, uh, I, I, it wasn't something you guys wanted me to do because, um, well, for, for the reasons that you, you, you miss me, and I appreciate that. But, like, saying that we didn't I always felt it's very, very strong words. Like, I, like, we, like, the joke that I said is that, you like to play on hard mode. And the fact yes. of the matter is, um, that's not um that's not for us to say. Or like like I, I don't judge you on it none because I know I couldn't do it, but at the end of the day, this is something when I see those pictures of you and your family, you are having a time of your life. This is something mm-hmm. that not only a lot of people are unable to do for their family, this is something that people dream to do for their family. And you're doing it. The, I mean, your parent, like, if it was up to my mother, she would probably want a different way for my life. That's what parents do. They want something that they can see, that they can feel, that they can hold on yes. to. But you're done raising me. And that, I mean, and you know what? Your love is blinding my my vision. Like you love me and you're concerned about me, but that's not your job anymore. Just support me and that's it. But yeah, I mean, uh, that's that was what I was looking. Let me let, let me sandwich. Let, well, not, I'm not done, so I guess I can't sandwich it yet. I'm still <laughs> I'm still building the meat, um, uh, the negative meat, the negative Did meat. I started off with the positive. It was a nice visit, and it was pleasant to have them around. Here's the negative meat. Um, I I just a lot of a lot of asking my wife. Uh, well, what would you do if your your kids did something that you didn't approve of? Like, I'd be happy for them if they're happy. She asked him, why do you ask the question? I don't know why you asked the question more than once. If you didn't like the answer the first time, what makes you think it's going to change on the second or third time you ask that? I guess the repeating of the questions is what really bothered me. Like, I told you, I told you we'll settle down when it feels right. I told you, settle down when it feels right the second time you asked that damn question. <laughs> and the third time, what do you think the answer is going to be? I'd be happy for my kids if they did something I didn't necessarily approve of as long as they're happy. I answered that question once. Why are you going to ask it two or, more, or three more times? Yeah, I get bad every time I, uh, my son want to watch The Nightmare Before Christmas. But I just have to pull down and say to myself, he likes that shit. I ain't gotta like it. <laughs> yeah. I got I don't like everything my kids do or watch. 
We and we all know that they don't like shit you listen to. So I got a question they for They don't OVP. like shit I listen to. Hey, mm-hmm. uh, just to refresh, give me like the you know elevator pitch of why because I I obviously I was gonna I'm gonna reply as the listener because obviously you said your your crew you know your boys right here is like your safe space and stuff. But I want you to hear something from a listener of the show that obviously has opinions and I have Zia. I'm on I'm on the boys side. I just want to know um, what made you do the RV thing. Was it just wanted like like. To Ant said, you want to just do hard mode. You know what I mean? What was the what was the reason to say we're was... going to do the RV? Well, uh, so I uh, reached a level of success at my job that I never thought I'd reach, and I was so happy about it for about a couple months until I realized I hated it. I hated the shit out of it. Uh, it was that uh, I was miserable at my job. Uh, we had a close friend, uh, husband die and we're like, oh man, you can go at any minute. And it it was COVID lockdown, not seeing anything. And it was just all combination of these things. And the, plus the fact that like, I've never traveled in my life. I've never been until this, until this trip, I've never been farther West than Illinois. I've been to Belize is the farthest place I've been to on my honeymoon for a week, but I haven't seen much of the country. And I uh, just, and I, and it was something I wanted to do. I wanted to travel the country after I graduated high school. And again, my, 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 I, my parents were like they disapproved and like, like all right, well, forget that idea. I, I, I yeah, I let my parents guilt and uh, use guilt and fear to like, to to make me think that I couldn't do it. And I finally, at 41 years old, said, this is, no, 42, damn. God damn it, I'm old. Um, <laughs> at 42 years old, I said, I'm getting, I'm not getting younger. I want to see this country. I told my wife, and she was like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. So we decided to sell it all, get into an RV, work remotely she told me all the reasons it could work you could work remotely you could do the show remotely uh you know you could you could see the see this country decide where you know maybe you want to settle down somewhere i've never been outside of cleveland uh hardly and so yeah that's uh, that's what it was just a combination of all those things and just more so i also be clear too i like and then the job you hate you can just work remotely, right? Or is that you left that job? Well, it, I left that job. Oh, okay, no, I no, left no, that I, job. I'm not. That was just a, curious. It was a supervisor position, and I hated supervising. The, no, I get the it, profession yeah. I'm okay with. I, I get. I'm not as excited about it as I used to be, but uh, the profession I'm fine with, and I'm still doing that profession. Uh, just way different and I'm not supervising anybody and no one's really supervising me. I'm just looking at, uh, looking at stuff and just tap, tap my opinion in and, and, uh, and it moves on work, uh, you know, when I want, how many hours I want. That's gravy. Uh, Cause I was just going to say, like I said, as a listener, I think you're doing a really cool thing. 
And then um, Thank all you. I can say is also with parents, even though, you know, I have I'm 10 years younger than you, but I have a feeling without knowing your parents, our parents, I think all of us in this group right here, a lot of them are in that weird and it sounds weird to be like profile like this, but they're in this weird boomer esque mentality. My dad, who just had a birthday, I call him, say, hey, happy birthday. And then the third, the thing we can only talk about is work and like about me, like just financial stuff without even like, it's always about something about with financials or like just worrying about like, that's the conversations they have. And I don't, some of it is just, that's just how boomers are. They just talk in that weird they don't worry about it's not about feelings it's just about hey are you making it and then they don't see the mm-hmm. part of hey you're making it if if you are because it sounds like you guys are since to my knowledge as a obviously a person who that you get to choose what you edit into a show you guys sound like you're <laughs> having a time of your life of the sense of like you are seeing things you guys are clearly doing stuff that are like when the kids get older be like we went to 13 fucking museums, but the idea you guys were going to learn museums. That's pretty cool at this time. You know, Um, I think also for your parents, it is their only way without knowing them. I think it's their only way to say they're caring, but also at the same time, they do have the idea of, they just don't know what the fuck to think because it's different. And also like, they can't understand like, well, he is happy. He is also financial. They're also financially doing okay on the road. They just can't understand. Now they have to do the next boomer thing. Like a house is a very financial boomer thing to talk about. When are you going to get a house? Mm-hmm. You know, the houses are fucking, uh, what? Like $120,000 more than it was back when they had a chance to get a house. <laughs> so the idea, you get, of- uh, you get a house on McDonald's money back in the day. Yeah, you could you, you well, you got to be approved to, for a house if you just had a job. It, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, you uh you work at a a pet groomer uh 3 days a week. Yeah, we can get your house. <laughs> <laughs> but no, as a listener, I think you're doing a really cool thing. As long as your inner circle, which is your RV or your you know, your inner home is happy and everybody is copacetic. I personally would say, you know, fuck what even family says if they're not in the in the in the car. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, and another thing, right. I, I was just thinking of like, like your your parents aren't on Instagram or anything like that, right? My mom is. Is. Um, I know my mom's on Instagram, but my mom's on Instagram like once a month. <laughs> so it's funny, like every once in a while, I get like I'll get thirty likes from my mother from different things I post. So like, it's not like they get to like some 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 like older people are with it, and they're like, okay, well I get to see what they're doing and like see like for example, my uh, my partner's sister came over today. And when they haven't seen her in a while, they they aren't um, they aren't their normal selves. When grandparents and other people are visiting, this is not when you're visiting. This is our normal life. 
of course, like you might not like how this day is going because this isn't a normal fucking day. You're here. Like it's it's not mm-hmm. a normal day. We're sacrificing our day for you today. This is like this is a lens of grandma lens today, or grandma and grandpa lens. It's not a normal day. So whatever you're thinking, you need to get that out of your head because this isn't how our normal stuff is. They're hyped up. They're excited to see you. I'm excited to see you. My wife said, like, this isn't a normal day for us. Like, uh, we're putting out, um, you know, a theoretical uh, China today for you. So, just, man, just keep on living your life, man. Today it might be rough, tomorrow to be better. I think there was a lot of credence to what Mike was talking about because those are the exact same conversations that I end up having with my dad every time I see him. And he can't help himself because. In their eyes, their their way of of caring about us is making sure that we are stable. And for them, when they were growing up, someone living in a vehicle was the complete opposite of stability. That was, you know, the whole Jim, I mean, um, Chris Farley living in a van down by the river guy. Down by the river. river. Yeah, to them, that was like the epitome of not successful. Whereas in this day and age, you can be successful wherever you want to be living in a variety of different ways, but people who grew up in a certain way have a hard time sometimes of seeing that. Yeah. What's your, uh, how, how did your parents get to you? Did they, are you, did you drive near? Oh, they flew. Or... Okay. Uh, we told no, them where we were going to be, which okay. was, was near Dallas. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Cause I'm going to finish after right after you re- answer that part of it. So they flew to Dallas. Okay. They do the food of Dallas Fort Worth, and we were in a uh, a thousand trails uh, campground, which is like a membership we're part of that lets us stay. At us we pay a, a lump sum fee, and we stay at these places for free. And they were like uh, about an hour and a half from the airport, so they got a cabin on the resort that we were staying at. So they were staying in a cabin while we were staying in an RV because. Uh, Again, I just I didn't I didn't I didn't want them to stay in our RV with us, but well, I love them you? exactly. Continue, yeah. Why would you? <laughs> the fucking RV is tight now. Space. Why don't would you go, want two? Why would you want uh, more people? Yeah, go on. You can love them from a distance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, you can love from a distance. Uh, my my kids loved having them here, and they loved being around the kids. So they, the to, to put the uh, on the top of the positive bread on top of the the uh, sa- uh, the, the, the sandwich of uh, uh, positive negative positive. Uh, my kids loved having them here. Uh, my parents were thrilled to be around them, and they were just uh, it was a delight as far as that goes. It was just not a delight as far as asking me a million times uh, if this is the right thing for me. Okay, I was just gonna say is because. Um, in particular, ever since this pandemic, and also it, within this pandemic, I moved from um, basically I went I moved downstate from like Mount Pleasant to f- near the Flint area of Michigan, and mm-hmm. out of out of all the areas, like and it's kind of funny that even I didn't know this because of just how that's how well my family talks. My brother lives in the same vicinity of this area, but the reason I say that is. 
both their kids are down here and none they have never came down here to even like they just to make a day you could just do a day trip and say hey how you doing you know what i mean at least your parents did the effort what i'm going to say they say went into a park yes. and they came over that's kind of cool and then one other thing that with the bo- the boomer mentality i've found out they are better at gr- being grandparents than parents because obviously they get yeah to be, they are they are the prize thing in the room because it's grandpa or grandma whoa they're here so they're obviously the shining the spotlight so it's easy for them to, to look cool or whatever so yes i'm glad your kids got to see their grandparents because obviously that is always a good thing because nine times out of ten grandparents are always are awesome for kids you know what i mean to see because obviously they have that same that that's their style my grandparents went and got them ice cream and all that shit. You know what I mean? That's what they get to do. Yeah. Well, there, there's when it comes to grandparents, they, were, too, they are awesome grandparents. There, there's like when it comes to grandparents in general, there's this like the separation creates this like we're nurturing and caring the child, but we're not hands on enough for them to feel like they resent us for our opinion. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> They're not far enough long enough to resent them yet. <laughs> this is all too good. Charlie, man, you still here? I'm, I'm, maybe they'll make that. Yeah, man, I'm up in the room. <laughs> all right, just making sure. I, I was uh, I was allowing Fowler to be a fucking therapist over here. <laughs> he does one interview on his own podcast. <laughs> interview everyone under the sun. God damn, Fowler, chill. Fowler to turn to Ricky Lake. <laughs> <laughs> I love the father's question. Damn, Ricky Lynch. He's over here being Jenny Jones about to cause problems. Thank you, I'm, Gabriel, I'm, for, sh- for sharing for sharing that little bit of your travels with us. Uh, you will probably get a, a more in-depth discussion regarding what he's been doing outside of his parents uh, on your next issue Pause. of On the Road with the Real ODP. <laughs> so that's what's up with that. Worry not. And uh, uh, now we pass the rock to the six, man. Come up off the bench, Chaffee, man. What's popping with you, bro? You know, um, not, let's see. Just just came off of spring break, and that shit was real nice. Um, it was like uh, my kids have – they're on spring break this week. Okay. So we didn't do like a family trip, which is one of those things where it's like it's nice to be on vacation together, but – that shit's exhausting. Like, I never come back, like, relaxed. I come back more tired because it's, like, the prepping, the planning, all that all that bullshit along the way. Um, so then it's, like, when I do have spring breaks where we're offset, um, I do get to do, like, normal shit. Like, took my daughter to school, got to pick her up from school. It's things I don't get to do. Day you drink. Know? Like, day drink. Oh, yeah, man. Fucking, I'll get there, man. Why you got to blow? You already had your opportunity to talk, man. See, that's why we always say. I haven't got an opportunity to talk Mike yet. Feller. God damn it. <laughs> you, talk, you talk through Ant. You talk through You talk through Lunchbox. You talk through fucking I took your notes. That's what you do. <laughs> <laughs> that's because it's my show. This is not your show. <laughs> oh, I am the driver of the Cadillac on Mars. That's why Delvin sits in another Cadillac and sometimes gets... So anyways, yeah, no, but on the, so it was like, and then during the day, like I was able to like, basically like hang out with my wife, 
you know, like she had time during the day where it was like, we didn't have to like coordinate a babysitter and kind of do all those things. You just be like, you want to go hang out? Fuck it. Let's hang out, which is a rarity. You know, it's always like finding time, managing, you know, getting a sitter, um, you know, shit like that, where it's like this way, we just were like, you ready to go? Yeah, fuck it. Let's go. And then like legit, if you saw the Instagram, we were doing a gang of day drinking. <laughs> like it was just like, fuck it. You know what I mean? We were just chilling. The weather was nice. Fucking, it was like, hey, let's go eat here. Let's go eat there. Let's go have some drinks. Like, why not? You know? So it ended up being like really relaxing, just chilling out. Like I said, having a nice time with my wife and just, uh, you know, enjoying the time. And, um, you know, other than that, um, if you follow the career of, just to guys let you know, the name has been changed. Um, we are no longer going by. Um, Giovanni, uh, it is Drippy GP, um, and so Drippy GP um, got a real reality check because uh, we found a beat. We've been working on my son's budding rap career, um, which I have to say, um, he dropped like the like a really really good like freestyle. On just his name. I was like, why Drippy GP? And then he was like, I'm Drippy GP, da 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 da. And he fucking went off where I was like, oh, <laughs> that was hard. Like, it was like, well done, you know? And that was like off the top. He's like, I only had like a couple parts. I just did it. And I was like, fuck, that was, that was pretty ill. But um, we got the beat. We got it working together. We've been working on this song. And what's frustrating him and really, like, truly angered him was just how tedious it is because it's like add effect take off an effect adjust the volume like that whole mixing and syncing and figuring out because i told him i was like doing this is not just two layers like one song can have like fucking 32 layers of different things you know and i was like you haven't yeah. even thought about like ad libs you haven't even thought about like vocal effects like all the shit that goes into it and so we were working on it and it was a good bonding experience because we were just doing it and I wasn't discouraging him. You know, I was like, let's do it. Let's turn it up. Let's have some fun. Let's go to the back room, kind of work this through. So we're like uninterrupted, but he hit a wall where he was just like, he wanted to throw the song away. He's like, I don't want to do this. This is like so frustrating. It just sounds bad. And I was like, this is part of the process. I was like, you want to make a perfect song in one, like one hour block when this could take a month. Like you might have to walk away from it and come back like in two months. So, um, you know, that sort of hit him real hard. He wasn't ready for that. So that was, that was a real struggle. Um, so just getting that opportunity over spring break too, to kind of just hang with him and talk with him. And then on um, my daughter's end, just, um, we just like played a lot of animal crossing. Like she's kind of got back into it. And then my, my island was looking real dusty. Um, so Karen went back, cleaned up my island, because now i got that beautiful swoled. So uh, I was like, all right, let me see what my island's looking like. So we just kind of hang out. She just likes to go all around my island. And basically, it really is real life in the game. Because then we go to, like, uh, you know, was it the fucking Mabel sisters or whatever? And then she's like, buy me this shirt. Buy me this dress. I mean, this thing. And then I got like millions of bells. So I'm like, sure, here you go. You know, so she's just using me for my bells. And then, uh, 
But all in all, I mean, that's kind of really, really been it. Like, not too much going on because right now the school year, like, coming back to work is just, like, um, after spring break. This is the hard part of the year. This is where it's, like, you know, shutting down, building up. Like, right now I'm doing conversations with each one of my teachers to let them know, like, here's your classroom. Here's your uh, your grade level for next year. Um, and then basically hear them complain about how they don't want to change. And then I have to tell them, like, this isn't really an option. This is for our school site and our program. And then um, kids just be wilding out right now, too. It's that time of the year where they all want to fight because they're sick of each other's shit. And um, <laughs> I guess a PSA to parents, like, you guys need to fucking relax. Um, it's okay for someone to not want to hang out with your kid. That's not a bully if they don't want to hang out with your kid. Like, you can just let them be. Not everyone's going to be friends. And I tell parents all the time, I will never tell two students, you must be friends. I will tell them that they have to learn how to coexist in an environment, but not be friends. Because there are too many fucking adults who don't get along, who live in the same household. So, like, we're not going to do that. But I got, I no joke, just in yesterday and today, the two days I've been back at work, I've had three parents tell me they're going to call the police on another child. Jesus. And I'm like, yeah, you're not going to do that. And this is no physical interaction. This is just, um, you know, the boy um, was bothering my son by, like, verbally calling him names. And I'm like, what names? Oh, well, his name is this. And instead of calling him, you know, Jesus, he calls him Jesusita. And I'm like, you're going to call the police for that. That's what you're going to do. Like, no, not, I'm not going to hear this. So at the same time, adults, you need to fucking relax because you wonder why kids act up when you don't realize you're acting like a whole ass yourself. So let's just kind of get that together. But with that, I got like five weeks left of school. So then I'll be on summertime and I'm just going to be chilling. So that's what's going on over here. And day drinking. And day drinking. Shit is nice, man. I've had so many different cocktails. It's been fantastic. It ain't good for my diabetes, but, uh, you know, tastes good going down. <laughs> it's <laughs> for crazy. The, for uh, the sugars. It's crazy you said that because my son lost a point in school about that. Um, uh, like, for not wanting to be someone's friend? Yeah. Like, she wrote that shit down and, like, um, I, I think they use, uh, like, class dojo. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And my oldest son didn't want to be friends with this dude. And the way, I mean, honestly, the stories my son tell about this little dude's an asshole. Mm -hmm. And my son was just like, um, no, nah, I don't want to be his friend. And um, the little dude got mad about it and, you know, got upset, started crying. And, I, and he lost the point about it when he got home. I told him, like, you don't have to be everybody's friend. Your teacher wrong about that, man. You don't got to yep. be everybody's friend. Like, you know your yeah. emotions, and you know how you feel about it. and Because mm -hmm. if anything, that's more maturity to be like, listen, I'm not going to fight you. I'm not going to talk shit to you. I'm just not going to hang around with you. Like, isn't that the thing we're asking for is to, like, not escalate a situation, to be able to assess the situation and determine if you want to be a part of it or away from it. Yeah, if anything, I like, so. I would have give your son an extra point for being like, you know what, thank you for keeping it moving and not making this shit worse. Yeah. Jeez, Louise. <clears throat> the parent is, uh, I don't know. 
it, it, is an, it is an interesting uh, whatever. I'm not going to delve too deep into it, but like my, my, my kid is – the reason we're recording is as early as you are this week is my kid is in a play this week. But I've been, I've been, they've been, I've, I hear uh, Lee talking, like talking to their brother about just what be going on in school, and I'd be like, "Why the fuck is you hanging around these people? Because these people are obviously assholes." <laughs> They're like, well, "Look, there's nothing I can do about. It. I'm surrounded by some <laughs> assholes some days." And I'm like, "Fair enough," but I am not happy about this situation, yeah. and uh, I just have to, I have to chuckle that uh, how it goes down some days. Yeah. But uh, don't worry about me. I'm, I'm, I'm not, not going to be a lot of tea this week. Got too many dope people on the show. So, of course, I'm going to jump over to Del, man. Delvin, man, what's going on with you and your world, bro? That you care to Every, share? Everything good, man. How was Orlando? Um, I had a, it, Orlando was good. It was an interesting week, to say the least, with that. <laughs> well phrased. <laughs> um, but I think, <laughs> I, I think I'm coming back home. and My brother my brother did me a solid. I, I got to give my brother props. He, um, when I got back, he was like, hey. He, well, he told me before I went, but he was like, he, he followed through with it, which is probably more important than anything else. You can, you can say a thousand and one things, hey, we're going to do something, but actually doing it is cool. He was like, hey, I'm going to rent a boat. Let's go on a boat for the weekend for your birthday. We're going to hang out. And that's exactly what he did. He rented a boat. And um, that this past weekend, I think it was Saturday. Yeah, this Saturday, he, he made some sandwiches and stuff, bought some chicken. Went on the boat. We rode all around Miami Beach on the boat, man. It was pretty cool. And they even had uh, the boat had a little slide at the top, which is which is weird because I don't know why why I even did this, but <laughs> sliding that dirty ass South Beach water. But it was a lot of fun, man. Just kind of like taking a day, relaxing, not thinking of anything, having anything on your mind and things like that. Just ride around a boat, man. It was a lot. Of, it was an amazing was experience. Even, even it was my kids, his kids, his wife, and his uh, brother-in-law. Big ass it boat. Was, it was great. Like, yeah, no shit. Yeah, it, was, it was a pretty big boat. I think they call it a pontoon. Some shit like that. Yeah. And it, like it, like, like it, had, it had a slide at the top. And they set the slide up, and they have like a little, like almost like a little, like a foam carpet. Is that's the best way I can describe it? That yeah. okay. Okay, this yeah. how it goes. The, 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 the boat ride you ride the boat all around Miami Beach. Then the the, the captain of the boat because we had a captain of the boat anchor somewhere. He's like, all right, y'all can go on top and go down the slide if y'all want to. And the the, the slide legit like. Kicks you off the boat into the into the water, and this water's not like five feet deep. The water's about eight feet deep, so you need you need to know how to like swim. Ocean, 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 ocean. Yes, I, was, I, was about this I can't, I can't, I can't in my mind understand like where my, is Miami on the Gulf of Mexico or is it Atlantic Ocean? Where we at? Like both, both. It touches. I, we on. <laughs> yeah. Um, Miami itself is probably, I guess, towards... Is it like the P-hole of Florida? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> the P-hole of Florida. It's not that <laughs> It's not that far down. That's um, further down, but um, it's near the Atlantic, I guess. More closer than anything. Yeah. But, you know, they have also beaches and canals and stuff like that. Miami Beach is kind of like that. And so, like I said, the area I was in, a bunch of manatees there. And we're just jumping in the water. 
can't be good for humanity. All these humans just jumping in water. All these rich people in there, rich ass boats just driving by, <laughs> drinking uh, numerous alcoholic beverages. Yeah, Gabe and I but, was just discussing maybe a, a week um, or so back uh, how how the manatees are uh, get, even getting even more wildly endangered because now their food source is getting fucking uh, destroyed by pollution and the like. So not just you know not just people you know showing up fucking around, but also they just can't eat. Yeah, yeah it's wild, fucked, bro. And if it ever they if are it fucked, go down Star Trek Force yeah. now and we need manatees, we are fucked. We are, we are fucked because of, nope the place where I'm, I'm glad at, I got to see him before they went extinct. I used to see him all the time when I was a kid, and don't see him that much now. Probably because they're killing them all. Yeah. <laughs> but there, uh. like, there are signs all over like South Miami Beach and stuff like that. Hey, manatees are in this water and stuff like that. People don't give a fuck. They just ride their old high speed <laughs> ass boats all through there. <laughs> fuck the manatees. They just be riding through the night without a care in the world. They have the whole, like I said, I, they had a slide. I, I got on the slide on the boat and right into the ocean. And I'm like, are you saying that shit out of manatee? Are you saying the manatees are the squirrels of the water? Huh? Just getting, just getting hit. Yeah, the roadkill of the water. P- possible. Yeah, that, oh that's possible. God. Now, well, did you Miami, actually go in the water? Did you, like, did you hit the slide? Yeah, you go into the ocean. The slide so takes you. Two questions. Yeah, I did it. I did it. Yes, I did it because I did it twice. I the first time I did it because my dumbass son was like, "Hey, I'm gonna go on the slide." <laughs> like, motherfucker, can you swim good? Like, ah, that's not important. I gotta tell you this gem, right? So, before he goes in, right, me and his sister's talking to him, and, she, and she's like, so how deep is the water, Delvin? Let me go ask. So he asked uh, the, the, the captain of the boat. He's like, it's up eight feet. Oh, De- oh, Delvin, you're like five, seven, so you shouldn't drown in that. I'm looking at him like, What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what kind of man are you doing? <laughs> she's like, it's only it's only like a two foot <laughs> jump up you gotta do, so you should be fine. Like, that's not how that works. <laughs> and and, and hit, hit them and I'm like, okay, that should be fine. Yeah, and, and, she, and hit them and I'm like, okay, I should be fine. I'm like, if you don't take your dumb ass over there and get a life preserver. <laughs> Before you mess around and drown, he's like, "Okay, I'll go get one." And so he got a life preserver and jumped into the water. And of course, they say, "Dad, why would you do it?" Like, I want to get in that dirty ass water. (laughs) But of course, I I realized that um, well, my brother was drunk, so he he didn't matter. He was like, "I'm getting that one. I don't give a fuck." And he he can swim really good. I can swim pretty good too. So I was like. Let me get in the water to make sure my son doesn't kill himself. So I get on, so, I get on the top of the slide, and I didn't realize it's a slide. It's <laughs> like it's really slippery. So before yeah. I can like plant my feet, I slipped off, <laughs> and you just hear me say, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and flipped into the water, <laughs> like head first. <laughs> I hear my brother laughing his ass off. 
Now, was, he, he knew how he knew I was fine. Covered in that beautiful cocoa butter. Nah, I didn't put on <laughs> cocoa butter, so I, I was good. <laughs> yeah, uh, Chalfie's hinting at what I was trying. I was going to say one of my questions was, "Did you think the captain was questioning, like, should he even stop? Because, like, were you guys going to actually swim?" It's <laughs> racist. I was, well, was going to ask. I was going to say, "Is like, is Miami the place where black people swim? Like, black folk know how to swim?" All my my brother um, and all his. Well, he has. I say all. He has two. Yeah, I guess he has three kids. His kids know how to swim. His wife knows how to swim. He knows how to swim. My brother was a former, I guess, former Marine, so he better know how to goddamn swim. I know how to swim because they tried to drown me and when I was a kid and I fucking learned then. That, that, back in the day, that's how you taught kids how to swim. Throw that motherfucker in the deep end. If, he, if he's making it, he, he can swim. And that's just what they did. Toss Threw my James. punk ass right in the deep end. Toss James in the pool with him. They taught kids how to swim. How yeah, to, that's just what they did. They taught kids how to swim like they used to determine how uh, people were witches. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how it is. You nailed it. You, you nailed exactly what they used to do. Well, if he survived, <laughs> I guess he can swim. No, that's not how that fucking works. <laughs> if he doesn't, he drowns. <laughs> like, huh? I mean, we'll just use we'll just use your family as the baseline. It's like that means it's got to be some 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 sort of average that is like this many black folk can swim in Miami, which is good because it brings all our numbers up generally. You know, well, uh, what I think what I think is happening is it just like like it was just mentioned earlier. So many black families were taught how to swim in that fucked up way. That's why none of us know how to fucking swim. <laughs> it's like fuck that. I'm not mm. doing that shit. But that's not the only just reason take black me out the- don't know how to swim. Well, you that's know, one of them. Racism, but it's always racism. Yeah. Always. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my um, the answer will consistently be racism. Racism. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't that right, Mike Fowler? Because of slavery. <laughs> or, or, or like, uh, like, uh, what's that? What's, 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 what's not blackish on Netflix called? Uh, oh, yeah, that's what I was saying. Fuck. Like, because everything is like because of slavery. Because of slavery. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they want us escaping. Because we knew how to swim, we could, we, could, we could swim across a river or so forth and so on, you know? Yeah. When people oh, yeah, pour black acid AF? in the pool, it makes people not want to get back into a pool. Yeah, yeah. You go yeah, <sighs> you go pouring ass in the pool and or just, you know, saying uh, y'all can't use this shit. And if y'all do, we going to whatever. Yeah, you know. Racism, again. It, it, yeah. it, 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 yeah. it answers so many questions in this great nation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really is an answer for a lot of things. Correct, <laughs> man. That's a uh, well. That's dope. I'm glad you got to get out and kick it with your with your fam and have a good time and and, and relax and, and recuperate for a little bit, man. It, it sounds like you got yeah. flewed out. You had the the boat and the that, uh, the big ass sponge that uh that all the Instagram models um get on because they don't know how to swim. Yeah, it, it, that's kind of what it was. It was kind of it was fun, man. I was shocked, man. And I took pictures and put it on. What I put it on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, and people were like, "Oh, you're actually a good-looking person." Like, is that a compliment? It's a weird compliment to tell somebody. Where are these things located? I think I did put. It, I did put. <laughs> yeah, I did. I definitely I put, it on put it on Instagram. He's lying. He's lying. It, it, but, uh, it popped up on Instagram. Uh, I put it on Facebook. Yeah, on a boat right there. Straight he really was down, trying so to be I mean, his uh, his most Miami it. self because he was out here in the white tee. <laughs> and I don't know if you can see it. I definitely hearted that picture. So of course these pictures. So I definitely did see it. I just didn't realize I saw it. 
It's a nice boat, man. You yeah. have Delvin, was was your trip to Orlando this one? Was this your first time like doing like a vacation by yourself? That's yes. kind of you know, I know the the nitty gritty well, of the shit's gonna be on, so tell me. But the idea of I didn't know like how would that feel as your for yourself, especially since your kids have been on this earth for a de- over a decade. So obviously you're used to doing that. So going back to a one person thing, how did that feel? Great, so great, <laughs> fucking fantastic. <laughs> I'm like this. This is how I should do every vacation now. Just leave everybody at home and do it myself. When you can. <laughs> Say I don't you know what I don't feel like doing this shit today, and then you just don't do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's there's something yeah. magical about that. Like I, I'll tell this part because this is too pertinent to to so tell me. I went to um, Universal Studios on uh, when I went to Orlando, and it, it was because it was almost on a whim. I said I, I'm gonna go, but my whole game plan was I'm gonna go at eight, eight o'clock as soon as they open, and be done by twelve at most. Because I figured I don't want to be out there all day and I want to spend time in Orlando and see things. I went at 8 o'clock. I was done at 11.15 because I got on all the rides. I got everything I wanted to get because like, if you're by yourself and you're doing the single rider thing, you, the, the, the lines are probably like maybe at most, the longest line I went in there was like five minutes at most. Nice. And that was probably like the Harry Potter ride. I got on everything I wanted to get on at the park easily. And I got to eat the food I wanted to eat. I got to drink butterbeer all through the park. And I was happy. I'm like, fuck this. I can go home now. This ain't no point of staying there no longer. If I, <laughs> if I done got on everything and I done rode everything, I, I was good. I'm like, all right, I can leave now. And that's exactly what I did. I left Universal. Like a, uh, I felt like I got my money's worth because I left. Because I got there so early, I was parked right in the front. Like, directly in the front of the park. Like, you know how they have, like, have any of you ever been to Universal Studios? You know how they have, like, the long-ass tram and stuff till you get to your cars? Mm-hmm. I took the tram, like, the little, like, the conveyor belt to get in the car, and I was right there. It, man, took me, like... You did the preferred parking? Yes, I did the preferred parking. So I was right there. I was out by 11 o'clock, and I got to spend the rest of the day just driving around Orlando and seeing sights and going to places I wanted to go to instead of... If you go with a family, you're doing family shit. You can't leave until they want to leave. And that's usually at like 9, 10 o'clock at night or some shit like that. When you're dead tired, you're like, or this is not funny. someone needs to go pee while you're like deep into the line. Exactly. And because I was by myself, that alleviated all of that. And this is so much easier. Yes. <laughs> I, I I I travel uh, not alone. Well, every now and again, I, I have I, I have been on the road by my lonesome, but most of the time I, I at least drag my, drag my lady with me. So I feel you. It's, 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 I'm with that. <coughs> Mike Fowler, <laughs> what's up? Welcome to the show for the first time. Certainly not going to be the last time. Oh, it will. What's going on in your world this week, <laughs> bro? That you care to share with the listeners. <laughs> How would you like uh, to introduce yourself to Team Skim to the listeners of this podcast? Well, Tell a tale. Thank you for telling me to introduce myself in two hours into the show, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> my, my, yeah, it's only my, been two. Uh, what is it? Uh, I do a little podcast, a little gaming nerd podcast called the Cousin Cecil Show. 
and uh, just do uh, a solo act of just talking about the game news of the week if I actually record. And I do some interviews sometimes. But uh, what is it? I also was wanted, wanted to say to touch on uh, Delvin's thing. I giggled when he said pontoon because up here where there's lakes and shit, pontoon's like a more normal boat compared to like probably like in Miami there's a speedboat. So and he's like, yeah, I got this boat. As, I think it's called the pontoon. I'm like, that's a very generic boat. I'm like, like, like you're like act like it was exotic for a second. And also, <laughs> I'll, oh, I'll no, give you the not. slide was a little different. I'm like, oh, I'm fine. It was a big size. I was like, he really said a pontoon. I was like, a pontoon is like a fucking junkie boat. Yeah, it's like a couple two by four <laughs> or a fucking plywood on two uh, floatable barrels. Yeah. It wasn't that. <laughs> no, a no, little I bit more it. of a no, fancy but, pontoon. Uh, honestly, for me this week, honestly, nothing much besides. Uh, uh, a little bit, of, not even even fucking gaming because uh, it's just been a not even busy, but Easter and all that shit. We uh, had a pretty good Easter, uh, and also Easter wrapped around uh, my family my family's birthdays. The fifteenth was is my lady's. Sixteenth, like I said, kind of is my dad's, and then uh, Easter was uh, my stepson's birthday. So, what like, did you guys get him this year? Oh, <laughs> uh, fucking Christ. Uh, he uh, he lucked out because he has a, uh, a too too much of a spoiled grandmother and a mother, but he has a, a, a PC tower coming in tomorrow. Cool. Nice. And, yeah. And I, I tried to – well – we went to Best Buy and we tried to like uh, get the Best Buy. Obviously, they're they're there to sell you the thing, so they're like, um, "Hey, this kid would like to play Apex on a on a fucking uh, PC." So they go into this fucking like, "Well, you need a blah 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 blah," and then they try to get you and like they had to get Apex going. You need to get around like basically like the eighteen hundred dollar range. And like for I said, Apex? to play Apex, yeah, for Apex, they have a they have Dude, a device for that. It's a, called a PS Five. <laughs> you can play Apex, Apex on a Switch. <laughs> yeah, good, but yes, yeah, I I'm going by them. They also pulled up like the the minimum re, uh, requirements, and uh, he they just they just broke it down this weird way of like not even weird but like. Basically, they did set him up so like we're doing this investment for him, and he will be should be well yeah he should be set up for like a five to seven year window without having to do like any of those nightmarish uh, PC stories of like yeah you had to upgrade already because the guy who was selling he goes listen I bought this other one like the mid tier one that we have and right out of the gate I had to put a new cooling system in it. And all this other shit. So he's like, I'm the you're saving money and also saving stress, just going up a little bit more. And bing bang boom, he's gonna get one. He also because I even tried to explain because obviously we were kind of not even kind like just talking about because obviously it's quite a bit of money. 
was like, he does have a PS5 to play Apex, and they he, he has the patches are coming for variable frame rates and shit for the PS5. I'm like, he could wait, but also, like, just so he doesn't have to do all this hopping, he did get that, so... We'll see how it goes. He's going to be a little. Try, he's been really. He's been. He's been asking for a PC for years now. So he finally got one. So I'm. I'm happy for him, but also I am nervous because I just want him to try. I want him to try to like it, not try to get uh, heated or anything. And say, "Yeah, it's okay. No, I need you to like it because obviously it's some. It's a pretty good investment." <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay. Shit, you could be my stepdaddy if you're out here buying desktops. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do want to. I want to give Mike Fowler a little shout out, though. Very rarely does he get one. Um, but you know, I, I gotta say, my man Mike, he does come through when it's time to be clutch. Because uh, remember when I went through that whole PlayStation debacle where FedEx fucking uh, lost my son's PS5? Mike came through and uh, was able to hook it up with one. Um, he became the connection. And then most recently, if you listen to his, uh, the week before last, or maybe two weeks ago, his episode of Cousin Cecil show, he was taste testing live on air the, uh, what was it, the Flaming Hot Mountain Dew. He was actually making love with that bottle. Like you were hearing some snacks. Yes, he was. It was real intense. Um, <laughs> he was getting really into it. It was it was sensual. But, uh, Sound like he was deep throat in that bottle. <laughs> Oh, it was it was some glucking for sure, <laughs> but uh, he was like, "Yeah, you can get these at Walmart." Now, mind you, on the West Coast, you cannot; they are not available. The West there. Coast sucks. <laughs> you know what? I will, don't forget, Mike. Those other two white guys learned. I will buy a plane ticket. I got money. I will spend. <laughs> uh. Don't forget, I ain't no broke boy. And a tri- ticket to Detroit or in the West that like seventy five cent? It's not like a three forty nine bottle cap. I got it. <laughs> so uh, I feel like man, Flint's like an tra- hour north of Detroit though, man. How far is Flint from Detroit, man? Uh a, an hour and a half, two hours. All right. All right. Flint you can two fresh jugs of water. Don't worry about it. But at the same time, man, I was just trying to give you a compliment. Why you gotta fuck it up? Shit, Mike. Anyways, I I couldn't find it here. We had like two different, we have like a watermelon one and something else. And uh, those are like the West Coast variants. But Mike did come through and is shipping me two bottles of the Flaming Hot. uh, Because I was like, hopefully was open to have them to then throw it into like my son's Easter basket and whatnot. But whatever. We didn't make it, but still to be able to like uh, have them on hand. So shout out to Mike for going back to the store and uh, getting them shipped out to me. You ain't you ain't special major melon and that Mountain Dew Sparks here too. Well, you know what? <laughs> Walmart isn't our most uh, major store out here, so I got I the flaming. Just... I got your flaming house from uh, the Midwest known Meyer. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't, we don't have those, man. I don't know what a Meyer is. These Ohio people do. They're like, hell yeah. <laughs> we've, only, we've only had Meyer for a few years. So, my, my, well, you know, it was a Meyer in Sandusky for like ever, but not like not in this negative wood. So it, 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 it has only recently been expanded over, over to our general direction. It's, I uh, watched this woman on TikTok called Laney in the Land. And uh, she talks about just Ohio in general. And on, uh, that's what they're TikTok about. And she was explaining it on, on one of her recent TikToks how 
Northeast Ohio, where, where we all stay at, is so very, very, very different than the rest of the state that it's almost it, it's almost un, it makes no sense. Like grocery store. Cincinnati is the headquarters of Kroger. Kroger, the giant grocery store chain that is everywhere. We ain't got no Krogs up here. Cincinnati is four and a half hours southwest of here. And we should have Kroger. We should be Kroger should be the, the chain that runs this operation. It simply does not. We're living in Giant Eagle country, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I was about to say, what's that other one you guys have? And that's it, Giant Eagle. Yeah. Yeah. Northeast Ohio is so very different than the rest of the state. So I I, I get it. It's 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 a, it's a random and weirdness that like I said, like I said, Meyer's a pretty fresh to us. Oh like, shit. They, they the we do got a Meyer out here. There's one in Burbank. Interesting. Okay. Wow, that's that, that's that's them trying to expand that footprint there. Mm-hmm. So, Spoiler, so that's you, where I got my fourth PS5 for my my stepson's cousin. Through a Jesus Christ, you out there on the you out there on the hustle, man, ain't you? I don't brag much. But that's how Box was. Box boxes bought like four uh, Series X's. I, I had three. Three. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, man, it's like it's that's sometimes it go down like that, man. We're so both when you, when you have notifications on and a desk job where you can be on your phone all day long, you can come <laughs> up on some things. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, I mean, you'll get more foul. Like I said, I'm definitely going to have Fowler back on the show uh, 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 on, on, a, on a solo tip just because that's the homie. And, uh, and I've been, uh, we, I was going to try to have him last, next, uh, last week, but uh, like he just said, it was his, uh, his lady's birthday. And he knew what was gonna be if uh, he came through, <laughs> and it wasn't gonna be good. So <laughs> it's all to the good. Um, yeah, I guess I've run through everybody. Uh, I, I got to get my kid prepped for efficient. prom. That's about. Oh, well, yeah, I try to be. I got to get my kid prepped for prom. That's about all I really I need to, uh, that I, I'm working on in my neck of the woods. Um, like I said, my kids got a play that they're in uh, that they, they they got the lead for, so I get to watch that Thursday, which is why, like again, we're not recording uh, on our normal uh, day of recording. Uh, we'll talk about video games here in a little bit. Do they both have leads? No, no, no. My my my, my oldest my, my, man, my my son is like you know he is at this point almost coasting. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's like he has about uh, as I look at this calendar right now. He has a month and a week before he graduates, so oh, yeah, it is uh, it is game time. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, my man is about to call it a wrap, and uh, so I I am uh, I am both proud and and then at the same time I chuckle how how quickly, how very quickly the time the time has passed. So don't sleep on that shit. People tell you all the time, oh, it goes by so fast. Truly, 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 it does. And uh, you take advantage of every day. And, and and enjoy and have a good time with them. Uh, so I'm trying to think anything else. I just saw Does today that Nas and Wu Tang is about to do a tour. Grad coming? I saw what? that. Does he have Grad Night coming? What the hell is Grad Night? That's what I was wondering if you guys have Grad Night. It's like where the scene, it's like the schools or the districts host like a like a senior event. Like out here, you go to like Disneyland or like yes. a fucking casino night on a boat or something. Yeah, but- we used to have. They used to go to Jogger Lake uh, on, on the senior night. Oh no! If if, if if something like that is occurring, they have not made mention of it. So I'm gonna go with. But it's not like Ditch Day. It's like a it's a sponsored event, like yeah, district yeah. or school. I didn't have any shit like that. Uh, no. Okay. Very good. Very yeah, good. we we had. Uh, I you taking part? Whole... In this, uh, your kid taking part in any kind of Ditch Day? 
No, probably not. <laughs> yeah, I, I waited my whole high school career for grad night. And the year that um, they start, they they had grad day instead. It was so disappointing to me uh, because they switched. That was the year they switched from Jogger Lake to to Six Flags. Mm. And um, I'll never forget that time because uh, Sylvester was singing "Welcome to Miami," <laughs> and uh, that was a that was a that was a banger. Yeah, Sylvester, like, do you want to funk, Sylvester? No. <laughs> Do you want Sylvester to and Tweety? Yeah, oh, Sylvester. okay. Like, <laughs> Sorry. What a heat is on like that. He was kind of sound like Mike Tyson a little bit. It was it was pretty great. <laughs> oh shit. Um like I said, I'm trying to run through my head like what I need to tell you about what was Man, Six Flags was the shit for that like year and a half, two years we had it. Yeah, I remember it going and watching the the Batman <laughs> jet ski water fight show. Yeah. We didn't have it for long at all. It was it was definitely like maybe a year, and then they that, they they extended too fast, too much, too fast, too mm. fast, too furious. Act a fool. <laughs> too fast for y'all, man. <laughs> oh shit! Ah, right, you know what? T ain't thinking of that shit. So T gonna say, let's let's just let's let's walk on down to Electric Avenue. Let's head to the mean streets of Reddit, where each and every week we uh, head to the subreddit. Am I the asshole? And uh, we read a few, and we talk about it, and we uh, we ask the question: Am I the asshole? Uh, this week we got I got a couple for a few for you, a few possibles. So let me give you these possibles: Am I the asshole for lashing out on my boyfriend after he insulted my parents because they kept asking about his divorced parents? Am I the asshole for embarrassing my wife in front of her dad until she had a panic attack? And of course, I'm the asshole for posting the unedited photos of my cousin's wedding where she isn't photoshopped to be skinny. As always, one of those has happened already. So those that remain, one of those is going to happen. Which one of y'all wanted those two? I just left out. I laid out for you. Uh, a panic attack or a divorced parents? Uh, panic, attack. panic attack. I was going to say let Mike um, pick because he's the, uh, you know, never been on the show before. But. Fuck Panic Mike. Attack wins. <laughs> man, oh. thank you for, man, two hours in, the hospitality comes out, man. Thank you. Man. So, you oh, I'll tell the asshole oh. for embarrassing my wife in front of her dad until she had a panic attack. My wife is extremely insecure and suffers from low self-esteem and self-doubt. She is a doctor and the breadwinner while I stay at home with our daughter. Sir, you're an asshole off rip. But yes. let's keep going. Our daughter, three, and son, one. She worries constantly that makes her a that that makes her a bad mom. She worries a lot about her looks, and I think that is because her dad dated models and the bottle girl slash yacht girl type while she was growing up. So she was always around women who were way above average, and it damaged her. All of this comes a lot. All of this comes out sometimes and can be very hard to deal with. But I try to assure her as much as possible. Her dad is currently married to a woman who is breathtaking, and father-in-law is totally is a totally different man with her. Before her, my wife knew. Before her, my wife at least knew. I've seen this video somewhere. That he didn't love those women, but he really loves his current wife, and they've been together for eight years and are and are expecting a baby. Oh. 
I so was about to say this is like an episode of Modern Family. So my wife is 32 with a 33-year-old stepmom and a soon-to-be little sibling. I get why that sucks. But my wife is beyond jealous of this woman. She's straight-up mean girl to her, and it gets hard to watch. Recently, we went to the zoo to celebrate my daughter's birthday. Father-in-law and his wife were invited. Father-in-law's wife took her shoes off for a bit on a grassy area and was walking around with father-in-law and our daughter. My wife changed our son's diaper, which was a bit of a poop explosion. She then wiped wiped shit on the inner strap of her of her stepmother's shoes. What? Wow. <laughs> what? I had made a, I had made assumptions about this, <laughs> but this is quickly taking a turn. She had those rubber Birkenstock shoes, so they weren't ruined and can be easily cleaned. But that is gross. I asked why she would do that, and she just rolled her eyes. When father-in-law and his wife came over, I warned her, and my wife immediately looked humiliated. Father-in-law took her to clean the shoes, and her stepmom was shrieking. Our daughter's a toddler, so she obviously thought it was funny because, you know, poop. My wife began crying, and I didn't really feel bad and asked why she did that. She ended up having a panic attack, there we go, and refused to speak to me for the rest of the day, and I got stuck cleaning the shoes. Mm, Did you? My wife is still mad at me and said I humiliated her, false, though admits she was wrong, and said, why couldn't I have sympathy just once? What shocked me was the father-in-law said that I was an asshole and that obviously he would take his wife's side, but but that if his wife did it, he just... Let her have her little prank. Mm. This is why your wife fucked up as it is. Her father fucked up. Because you shouldn't get to get you should get to be <laughs> immature sometimes. Also, he blamed me for his daughter's panic attack and said I don't coddle her enough. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No one asked it. The question being, am I the asshole? <clears throat> no, but you should probably get a divorce. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That's that, that's stay rails off stairway to heaven. He plays it every time. <laughs> Bro, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's yo, yo, that's, it's okay. Your wife ain't right. Your wife's father ain't right, and that ain't rightness has fucking just fucked each other all the way up. Your wife took to rubbing shit on another person's property. I I will say this. I know Gabe hate that. That's very white. I wouldn't. I wouldn't <laughs> snitch on my wife. I, no, but I would. Ju- I would just like just clean it off on the slide so you, to avoid the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think that, that is the move. You could have grabbed some baby wipes. Can and I like, take it to the direction no one expects? Go ahead, bro. I take. I'm gonna take this in a direction no one's gonna see coming from me. Uh. Yes, that guy's the asshole. You gotta ride or die for your wife. Sometimes I would have just—I wouldn't have outed her. I wouldn't have uh, helped her with the uh, prank. But I would have just been like, "No, I didn't see anything." I was like, I, I, "Hey," like one of those, uh, hey. you know, um, uh, guys who witnessed the crime they shouldn't have witnessed. I would have been like, "I don't know. I'm, I'm snitching." I would have stayed out of it. So I think he is an asshole for outing his wife. Nah, I, as a person I know that hates shit, shit ain't one of those things you play with, man. It's just, I mean, exactly. Hey, I'm not, I'm not trying to yuck your yum, 
but poop is just like that's another level. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 so bad. Your body don't even want it. It's it's <laughs> it's fucked up. And there's a part of me. It's a it's a fucked up, and it, it's it, it's a part of me who's like, oh, that's really wrong, and she took it way too far. But the say, he didn't. He didn't need to drop the dime on his wife. That was what what they call. I'm still I still got him confused. That was a wet stitch, right? He just went out and said like, and like uh, said, and she did it. She wiped the shit out of you. I mean, okay. Oh, that's dry First snitching. All, I thought it was wet snitching. The, you, no, that, he he's tra- it, It's all because it's funny to me. Like guys are usually the ones. Who do stupid stuff like that? Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna wipe the shit on her shoe. That's that is a, true. A guy like an Emma. So he's see, probably but like. But I'm gonna say already right there. Time. That's that's you would think that, but a, but their level of petty is way different. Mm-hmm. And so she didn't do it out front. She did it on the sly, you know. So it's like I've seen many many a woman do some some dirty shit like that where I'm like, wow, you're fucking crazy. <laughs> like, that's insane. You know? Like, I wouldn't think of, like, stooping to that level. So that's, like, something else. But then to go back to, like, uh, to go back to ODP over here, I think the the medium, though, is, is Delvin's stance. If you're going to be the, you know, you don't want to throw your wife under the bus, you might talk to her to the side to be like, listen, that shit was wild. Like, you can't be doing that. So I'm going to grab the shoe, I'm going to clean it, you know, say the fucking dog took it and I found it over by the bush or some shit like that. But, like, honestly, you can't be putting shit on people's shoes. Like, that's not okay. So have the talk with her, clean the shoe, say you found it fucking kicked under the table, one of the kids accidentally grabbed it, something like that. But, yeah, you can't be putting shit on people's shoes. That's fucked up. Yeah, I mean, she was was fucked up. shit, bro. Yes, she was. She was touching shit. Well, no, because she had the diaper. Remember, so she no, no, she had that diaper, diaper in her hand, and just did a little. The diaper was the protective uh, between the shitty. You yeah. hope that just, is. I hope. Just thinking, but, the but other also, girl. if she smeared that doo doo, it was stinking. Yeah, just think of the other variable. If she, if she, what if the the what if the new? Oh, yeah, go, I guess go, go, his, go. his dad's his dad's go. wife. Saw the shitty shoe and fucking went off and hit the girl. Yeah, like with a snap. Because mm-hmm. that is a very, very valid thing that could happen. Like she get pissed off. She done paid all these money for these shoes. You know, rub shit on them. She, she mm-hmm. snaps. Then you call the whole nother I mean, riff. Hey, Tyler, you said this white people shit. I'd like to know why. Because <laughs> white people do shit like this. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know what? That that's the best answer you ever seen, Jackass. Just all kinds of shit stuff all over the place, yeah, and they, also they, they do they yeah. eat a piece of poop. As yeah. soon as I heard shit was involved, I assumed there was. A- oh, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like to. I say yes. This guy's an asshole because uh, two things. One, I agree on the snitching thing, and then two, just because of how he wrote this uh, Reddit thing when he's basically saying, man, his, his basically mother-in-law, his stepmother-in-law is fine as hell. 
He wants. He was trying to be a knight in shining armor, which is a very white thing to do. Like, hey, listen, I'm trying to help you out. Of like, there's some shit in your shoe. I'm gonna help you out. <laughs> Clearly, I think he was trying to do it for. He really. So then, uh, then she would pull like half a titty, and he'd be yeah. like, "I'm a winner." He was already he was He's already geeked up because the toes were showing. <laughs> but he he was trying to get real bricked up with a half a titty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, In the if that, here, if that wife knew how much, oh, can I just say real quick? Uh, if that wife knew how much lust this husband had in his heart for this, uh, for his, for uh, her stepmother, exactly. she'd have said, "Hey, slut! Nice fucking shoes!" and just slammed this diaper the right on the shoe in front of her. Yeah. Here's the comment that uh, matches up with both you guys so well. This is from Who Fucking Knows Twenty Twenty, <laughs> and their comedy is "Everyone Sucks Here." Yes. And uh, in case y'all don't know, in the "Am I Asshole?" you either are an asshole, not the asshole, or everyone sucks here. Your wife clearly has a lot to go through. Her behavior is juvenile. But don't call your mother-in-law breathtaking again. You <laughs> tripping over yourself to protect your mother-in-law is just embarrassing for everyone. Uh-huh. She shouldn't have done that at all, but damn, man. At least take her aside privately and ask her what in the world she thinks she's doing and give her a chance to come back to rational thought. Right. All in all, you sound like a, you you sound like juvenile children. You have bigger concerns than your wife being a mean girl to her stepmom. Maybe it's time to go low contact with father-in-law and mother-in-law because it's clearly not good for her health. So there you have it. My man, my man, my man, my man Fowler, my man uh, Gabriel, my man, you know what I'm saying? All these, y'all have all, y'all have all basically agreed with this person Mm -hmm. and kind of changed my thinking on the subject. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of shitty that you played your wife like that, but your wife is fucking up off rip, rubbing shit on somebody's shoes. Sorry, God, I don't give yeah. a fuck. But then you over here trying to trying to bang your mother in law on some old uh, Pornhub shit. So I, <laughs> I, 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 truly, yeah. truly, uh, the the lot of you deserve each That's other. So don't divorce her because you probably ain't never gonna find nobody else. Oh, <laughs> thank you for saving my genre. Yeah. However, will I repay you? Is she gonna get stuck in the washer? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Stuck in those shitty asshole. shoes. Will you like to help me change uh, these uh, this uh, washer from the dry- to the dryer? Oh no, oh, I'm man. stuck. <laughs> How will I get out? This, yeah. ha- this sounds like a job for Hitachi One. Yes. Uh, the uh, the the uh, the eighth member of uh, the unofficial eighth member of the of team scam Hitachi Juan. You know, oh. what I'm saying if you know, you know. Hitachi Juan uh, is uh, is pretty early. I think Hitachi Juan is like maybe the fifth or sixth <laughs> member. We have to re- we have to retcon that. <laughs> Can reshuffle the rankings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, next up, Emma the asshole for posting the unedited photos of my cousin's wedding. Where she is in Photoshop to be skinny. Am I the asshole for posting the unedited photos of my cousin's wedding where the where she isn't photoshopped to be skinny? My cousin recently got married and we were all sent a link to a Google Drive with photos from the wedding. Well, the photos were edited heavily. Mm-hmm, my cousin basically mm-hmm, photoshopped mm-hmm. herself to look a lot more skinny than she actually was. And those photos look obvious. So I ended up posting I ended up posting the Instagram photos that I had on my phone. 
They weren't as high quality as the professional shots, but none of the weird distortions. <laughs> Man, hey, well, my, well, my cousin told me to take down the photos and to archive the posts because she wants to be represented by the photographer that took the photos. I was like, I'll untag you and remove the wedding hashtag, but it's just a picture of me and my girlfriend with my cousin and my auntie. But she insists that she wants the photo taken down, that the photos I posted defame her and make her look like in a bad light. If, hmm. She started. Can't just throw around that term. Correct. She started saying that I purposely chose the photo to make her look ugly. I don't really want to take them, take down the photo. I just found the whole thing ridiculous. I know she invited me to the wedding, but I feel like this this rule is really dumb. Is this person the asshole? Hmm. Uh. Nah, he's just he's he's just being like Kendrick Lamar. Uh, yeah, so show him something natural. Like ask with some stretch marks. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I kind of feel like um, I do some. In, a quarter of my heart feels like your wedding day is the one day you can be an asshole. Um. Yeah. And you get some liberties. Yeah. Um. You know, I feel for this lady though because she clearly has like self esteem issues. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, I thought like maybe not, mm-hmm. not being the asshole. Maybe more like just like maybe not so considerate, it's sensitive. Yeah, but well, I do well, agree we- though. Like, uh, I mean, this is the wedding day, so like, listen, I need you guys to fall in line with me, type of thing. You know, why are we biting our tongues for this? Yeah, she is 100% being the asshole. I'm gonna keep it 100. Like, if, you, if your people's ask you, hey, if you see your people's posting photos of them that are clearly photoshopped to make them look good, and then you post a photo of of them showing the real them, knowing it's gonna get that response, you're an asshole because you know what you were doing. But did, did, everything did, that this person said before they that, did the, they did it intentionally, 100%. They one hundred percent did it intentionally. <laughs> they knew what they were doing. They they were they were upset. Like, why are you posting all these pictures that are fake? The fact that she kept saying these pictures are heavily photoshopped tells me that you knew what you were doing. When you did that bullshit. I'm, I'm glad you said that because yeah. I, I didn't I didn't look at it that way. But yeah, um, same. Maybe because our heart is so pure, we didn't see that. True. That, that's pure. probably true. You know, just uh, yeah. <laughs> Black, well, you're, you have Miami heart, so you're, you're, your heart is pure cocaine. No more cream pies this exactly. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I have no reason to be know. here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I I know. I wish we had. I wish they they had shared right. examples, but at the same time, I'm glad they didn't because it's like don't blow this woman's spot up no further. You already have. But it's like, is the Photoshop filters or are they legit? Because they make to make her look thinner, right? Oh, apparently the way the way they described it, like they went in and really just you know hooked them bad boys and, and, and thinned her out. So, mm-hmm. but, like no, they, but they, why like, would she even care to, uh, onto like Beyonce's body? <laughs> right, <laughs> like, <laughs> just a full disconnect. <laughs> like like that governor that had like the picture of him was like black hands. Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that was awkward. <laughs> yeah, oh, very much so. Yeah, that, was, that was incredible. All right, 
So let's let's jump into the comment right quick. <laughs> uh, this is from uh, uh, Judge Judd. Am I the asshole? So this person, uh, you know. Oh, his title in the in this particular uh, uh, subreddit is Pooper Intended, which uh, is respect on his name. Okay. You're the asshole. Yes, she's being vain, but so what? Your post makes it seem like you put these up and tagged her only because of her photos. And that's up just a pretty, a petty, forgive me, vindictive move. Asking you to take it down might have been overboard, but you had any number of 30-second tools at your disposal, from cropping the t- picture to adjusting or your sharing settings, and you deliberately did not and still do not use them even after being asked. Another jerk move. But you have the right to keep those photos up. So congratulations on standing up for your rights Whoa. to be a jerk. Who you finna try? Bitch, it oh, ain't me. Ooh, bitch, it ain't me. <laughs> cap, cap, cap. Caps, caps, caps. <laughs> I, I got something for you with that comment. Uh, uh, person who has to Photoshop yourself, I show you the truth everywhere. Listen to myself like, yep, friend. If she photoshopped the whole fucking bed, her shots just look skinny for her instead of just her self. So I think Mike. the person's asshole, the one who was <laughs> listening to I'm describing, like, just a photo. So all we had is just a photo. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Whatever. Good point. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. So uh, I mean, y'all you know saying we deep in this in this motherfucker today, but we all co-sign this shit. That bitch an asshole, or that dude an asshole, or that dude is being a bitch and still an asshole. So I don't want you saying yes. that, doesn't it? That's what's up. On to the next. So I finished Lost Judgment, and it's a great mystery. It's a great game. I love that game. I love being back in uh, Yagami-san's shoes. I don't like how lots of stuff from the first game is now DLC in this, the second game. So I didn't get to find a girlfriend, which is a fun, which is a, was a super fun part about the first game, just dating women and, 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 and shit yes. like that there. But you can, there's three girlfriends available as DLC. There's a whole nother uh, bit of uh, content for, of, uh, of, uh, what's his face? The, 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 the my man's co-detective. And uh, so forth, and again, all that comes with DLC. And if you you have to, so you have to end up buying the the season pass to 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 get all this. And I don't like that they did that. I don't like that. What it seems that they paired content back just to say, pay for some, pay pay more for it. Now I got the game itself for a, a pretty good price. I bought it from GameFly, and I got it for like thirty bucks. So buying the uh, DLC just kind of makes me ha- mean I, I paid full price for the game, you know. So that that's that's dope. But I have yet to buy the DLC, but I think I want to because, like I said, I really like. I like. I like. I said the dating. The dating game part of that game is a delight. Uh, playing some more uh, of, of, of uh, like I said, the Cody will be dope. So I probably will end up giving them they giving them they thirty bucks and buying the uh, the DLC. But like I said, I don't like that they did that this go around. Uh, I started. Uh, uh, what the fuck is that game called? Life is Strange: True Colors, which just showed up on uh, Game Pass within the week. I don't know if that's my type of game, uh, but I might futz with it a little more to see if I'm 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 getting down with the get down. But that's about it for uh, me and video games uh, this week. Ant, when were you still in uh, Sushi Mart? You wrapped that up. Um, actually, uh, it's funny. <clears throat> like I was watching a video, 
and um, about pretty much like simplifying the game mm-hmm. because I couldn't find um I couldn't find where to do the last archery challenge. Okay. So I had to like you know switch clothes and then get in an argument with this dude, and then like that set it off and I could play. Man, YouTube is so incredible because like if I would have watched this video earlier, I probably would have been done with this game weeks ago. <laughs> oh shit! Because like I had it on easy or whatever, but it's like yeah. a whole bunch of different features you can do to make it even easier. Yeah, it's it's got a good it's got a good uh, accessibility uh, foundation. Yes. Yeah. So, um, but I'm just going through, like I'm in the like the you know the snowy region, mm-hmm. um, like going through there, trying to just a hundred percent it. Like okay. I still gotta, I I kind of know what happened. I accidentally kind of know what happens a little bit. Like I'm probably gonna end up having to fight my uncle, mm-hmm. um, but I don't. I, I'm just saving that part, and. Um, the, the last time when um, Delvin um, was talking about the Star Wars game, yeah. I ended up buying that for my uh, my boys for uh, for Easter. So they've been playing that and running through it and having a ball. But um, yeah, they're not allowed to play uh, video games during the week. So um, it's it's a. I think they they got up to like episode um, like four or something like that. Like uh, oh damn, they ran right through it. Yeah, they, they 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 were playing the shit. They played for like five hours straight on Easter. <laughs> Nice. That's the vibe. Fuck with it, man. Uh, Box, you, you, I saw you on Xbox, but I don't know if you were playing anything or maybe you was on a app or whatever. I don't know what you was on there for. I was playing a Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> what Blu-ray were you playing? Uh, the first night, I watched uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, and then the next night, I watched Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh. Both great movies. Putting put the new TV through its paces. Gabriel don't play video games no more because he's on the road. He plays the game of life, and he plays it on extra difficult. <laughs> I play a little bit too much uh, fighting on Twitter, though. I gotta quit that game. Yeah, that game is is, is not doing you no 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 service, sir. But uh, you know, sometimes you gotta fight the good fight, so it's all good. Uh, Charles, man, what you been working on in, in the realm of video games? Have you been playing anything? I mean. Um, last week I did get a, I did get a good amount of time like really digging into um, uh, Horizon Forbidden West. I think I'm like uh, down to the last three missions. Like I did look at, I didn't read the missions themselves, like walkthrough, but just saw the mission titles. Okay. On I, I like to refer to like the IGN walkthroughs. They do really good walkthroughs that and like YouTube as well. But they embed the videos, so that's always really nice. But looking at where I am, I think I'm like three away um and i am enjoying it but i'm it needs some patches like i've so far have gotten stuck in the environment three times and when i say stuck in the environment like walking and then like i had that old classic like my character stopped moving and all i could do was like rotate like like i was fucking playing basketball and just like that pivot leg and then another one, I was jumping over some rocks and then got stuck in the rocks. And then another one, like my arm got stuck in a wall and I just couldn't proceed. So I have these weird, like glitchy things happening, which kind of really kills the game for me. Yeah. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of just really like, honestly, in a love hate relationship with this game. Like a lot of stuff is, is really, really fun. 
um, I, I still stand by, I think, when we recorded last time was that, like, the story isn't as compelling as um, Horizon Zero Dawn, but yeah. it's starting to come along, but it's on some fucking, uh, who were those fools that, like, got imprisoned in the Diamond and Superman? Oh, Gerald Zod. Yeah, like, hey, they they straight up ripped off General Zod and his crew. Like, these three fools come flying in, and I was like, you better get the fuck out. Like, even the outfits are the same. So I was like, man, I'm old enough to know you just did some copy and paste right now. So stop it. (laughs) And they legit came from another dimension, too. So you know what? It just, it is what it is. But all in all, um, but, like, again, I am working through it. Um, the side missions, I will give it this. Like, if you buy, this is one game you can probably buy and play it for, like, straight up eight months and not finish it. Because there is so much, like, side content that are, even the side missions are legit, like, mission missions. So it's not just like, hey, can you go fetch the barrel for me? It's like, they're, like, two and three step missions in them. And they have some story elements. So I will give Gorilla this. They put a lot of fucking work in this game. Like, it's it's deep. So if you, you buy this game and you buy it full price, you're getting your money's worth. For sure. Because you can you can play a ton of this, revisit it, and still not be done. Like, So on that aspect, it is worth the money. I just hope some patches come through because this little glitchy shit, like, it, it is a distractor. Where it's just like... You know when you're in a groove and you're like, fuck, I'm moving along. And then it's like, you kidding me? I'm stuck? You know, like, what is this? Or, like, um, there's one mission where I'm trying to get this, like, uh, this super, like, charged up um, outfit. And the, the monsters I'm supposed to fight won't spawn in that area. So, I think, it, does it go by kilometers, Delvin? Is that the, the measurement? I think so, yes. If yeah. I remember correctly. So, I'm like... So the next spawn point is like 1,800 kilometers away where I can find them. And then I had to carry this weapon all the way back to the storage thing. And, uh, and when you carry a large heavy weapon like that, you actually walk slower. Like you can't run. But that was the only way. Like the game was glitched. So the only way I could complete that mission was to go find it like on the other side of the map and bring it back over. Because they just weren't spawning sucks. for me. So, yeah, so that was kind of like shitty. So, other than that, um, that's honestly been about it. Is just Horizon because then I want to play after this, um, Kina, that Bridge of Spirits yeah. game, yeah. and then um, I still haven't tried Returnal. Um, still haven't done the near was it Replicant, and then I have another one kind of waiting for me too. So. Oh, and then I still want to uh, restart Cyberpunk. So I really want to put this one to sleep so I can go jump into those. Very good. Yo, man, you playing anything? Um, only thing I've been playing is Cyber, not Cyberpunk, um, Horizon for Midwest, and I'm almost okay. at the end of that. And I'm still having a good time with it. Everything Chalfie said is 100% valid. Like, you still get those glitches and things that are a little bit off and that can kind of mess up your game if you're not careful. But overall, it's still fun. It's still great. I... I was thinking I was going to platinum it, but now I'm like, ugh. It's getting to the point where I'm like, I just kind of want to finish the game. Even though platinum it seems super easy. It's like, I just kind of want to get through the game and get to the end of the story because I want to play something else. Honestly, I want to play Lego Star Wars and get back to that and get back to some of these other games. Don't got time. Mm -hmm. 
This game is uh, old fishing company, you know? Starting to smell after a while. I agree. <laughs> and I like it. Now, Devin, I like it a lot. Your, it's great. Yeah. Now, in the story, have you gotten to, like, I guess it would be, like, the third act where, like, um, the one homegirl gets, like, kidnapped? Oh, yeah. That's where I'm at right now. Okay. Okay. So then I'm just maybe, like, a, a mission ahead of you then. Yeah. Um, I... I don't want to spoil nothing, but I just did the, the thing but that like they a, showed. You just had breakfast with Tilda Swinton? Yes, I did that part already, and I did the little thing after that to get the secret thing. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So follow me. What you playing, bro? Uh, I've been playing that Lego Star Wars also, and uh, it's been really fun. I'm actually very... Uh, impressed not even impressed but like i'm more happy that they did take all these delays and make sure that they thought of hey we're gonna flip flip the script and do the like the over the shoulder camera have like a lot more in-depth like open world mapping areas before like each mission like how you can uh, you can basically walk through coruscant in the first episode with without me walking through all the taxis like you can go through this whole big like district plaza episode two you have like that whole little night uh alley area like uh where the bounty hunters were in episode two mm-hmm. and uh tatooine obviously uh has the whatever fucking town the anakin is in or yeah anakin and his mom you can walk through that whole thing like there's a lot of open world areas in a sense they're not big like they're not like yeah you can walk maybe like in video game terms hey 50, 50 uh, kilometers away or 50 feet away, here's the actual circle if you want to start the mission, or you can walk around this whole fucking area. So that's okay. pretty cool. And uh, the, there's also uh, space fighting that's just random too. You can just be, you can cruise from with a ship to Coruscant to Tatooine through a, off in space, not like just like a quick time, like, all right, let's just jump over there or over here if you want it. It's kind of cool. I've been playing a little bit. Of, I've been also playing a little Horizon. I'm not that as far as these guys, but I also have like a, a love hate to it because I think uh, there's a lot. It's just it's just too cluttered for me at the okay. moment. Yeah. There's I'm moments when those good. NPCs are talking, like, "All right, what do you want to know?" And I'm so used to like a even Mass Effect where I'm just going to go through all the talking cir- <laughs> of the circle, but you yeah. could sit there for ten minutes just listening to this motherfucker talk. And it's fucking like, <laughs> god damn. Like, they really do talk a lot. Like, they didn't waste time on scripting dialogue or voiceover. <laughs> too much. Much too much. Uh, the uh, teaser trailer for Thor, Love and Thunder, came out uh, Monday. And uh, I, I, I'm so excited for that movie, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm wildly hyped for it. And uh, seeing weirdos on the internet complain about Taika Waititi's Thor movies and claiming the first two Thor movies were good. It's just lies. No, they weren't. Those movies are they bad. were horrible. No one thought those were good. Yeah, no one thinks they're good. Everybody knows that they're not good. They're terrible, terrible movies. And that's no disrespect to Kendall Branagh. They just were bad. But I'm super hyped for this one because it looks amazing. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, they, they, they done damn overshot fucking Doctor Strange showing me that damn trailer. I'm like, fuck. I'm about to get down hmm, with that. Man. Yeah, I'm I'm really not interested in Doctor Strange like at all. What? 
I'm I'm excited about the the multiverse in general, its introduction and what that means for. Basically, I, I feel like they can sneak shit, in, all kinds of shit, in through that. Like that's how you like, oh yeah, that's how we get Fantastic Four, and that's how we get X Men, and blah blah blah. But I don't know how that will all work itself out. I'm I'm, I'm excited to see how that ends up playing out. We've done a lot of reshoots on that, one, rewrites and reshoots. So I'm thinking, uh, I, I I know they got to do. They they probably had to. Because it's, it was supposed to come out so long ago, they probably had to redirect traffic to say, "Okay, we're going this way with this particular set of Marvel movies, with the next, you know, basic set of Marvel movies." So they probably had to redirect that traffic to go start pointing and leaning this way. And I'm like, I'm very yeah. excited for that. I like that they let Taika cook, but also like that they have a, a usually an overarching situation popping in there. I still haven't seen the first um, uh, fucking Doctor Strange movie all the way through. I thought uh, I, it's all right. It's a good. I, I decent. The only thing you need to know out of that one is there's a black guy that's got beef with him. Yeah, I mean, not. <laughs> I know it's just like a Tyler Perry movie. Now he got braids, and uh, you know he's looking for the love of a woman through God. So I know he's not light skinned or shirtless though. No, but see, that's the thing. Uh, Doctor Strange is the, the light skinned person who's standing in his way. So also, how you can be uh, Doctor Strange and never get some random unknown booty. <sighs> I was watching a um, a trailer breakdown video earlier this evening, for the, the Thor trailer, and they were like breaking down the part where um, it's like near the end of the trailer where there's like some things fighting in the background that have like some teeth and shit. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about based on like the history of some of the characters in this movie and what appears to be in the trailer, they might be introducing the symbiotes to this world yep. based out of this movie. So the the, the main bad guy played by Christian Bell is uh, I forgot his name the God Gore Gore the God Butcher Gore. Butcher yeah. the God Butcher forgive me the and, Butcher uh, coming nigga oh, yeah, some respect on his name. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, uh, I'm I'm I believe he is from uh, like the symbiote 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 Jesus Christ I don't even the know sword the sword is. Planet? Yeah, they make the sword that is what he uses. Yeah. The sword so. is Null's sword, which is he knows the king of the symbiotes before Eddie Brock just took it, but carry on. Nerd! Nerd! That's that info I like having beforehand, because then it's like, oh, okay, is this how he can make this, this work? So we shall we shall see if this is how he makes shit work, but you know what? Congratulations, guys. You, it you is getting your one o'clock uh, in the morning. You changed my mind and my heart about seeing the movie. There you go. That's what's up. I'm wild tired, so I'm gonna wrap this show up right now. <laughs> you know what so it is. Any fucker say anything. I'm done. <laughs> Please rate, review, subscribe, and share the show wherever possible. Subscribe to the YouTube channel at Stage Crunch. Subscribe to the Twitch channel, Stage Crunch and Milk. I was just saying I should probably start. I should, I should uh, stream some uh, Game Boy games, so I might do that sooner than later. Follow us over on Twitter. That's at SkinPod, S-K-I-M-P-O-D. And please go follow us over on TikTok, Stage Crunchy and Milk. Uh, like I said, we're trying to blow that up and get that popping. And uh, more of y'all over there, the better it does. And I'm, I'm grateful for that. I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful for that. Uh, if you want to support the show financially, got a few bucks tossed our way. Uh, you can join us over on Patreon. Where members at the $5 and above tier get extra content each month and early access to new shows. They have the latest on the road with the real ODP. You can too. Uh, we got merch over at tpublic.com slash user slash stage crunchy and milk all one word. And uh, uh, again, if you're watching the TikTok, you'll see uh, I was rocking one of the, uh, our, our hoodies in that uh, video. So that's what's up. 
And uh, feel free. Give us a call. 216-264-6311. That's 216-264-6311. We'd certainly love to hear from you. That is. Let's run, let, we're going we're gonna to run it down. Guess first. That's the homie Mike Fowler. Mike Fowler is the host of the Cousin Cecil Show. But what else would you like to share with the world, Mike Fowler? Uh, fuck Evan Mobley. Kate Cunningham should have been Rookie of the Year, but carry on. Uh, don't come to my house and shit he on my squad, God. There's <laughs> real rules to this shit. They simple. Don't come to my house and talk <laughs> shit on my squad. That shit can get you not coming back. <laughs> so you don't talk shit all about my family up in this motherfucker. There's rules to this. You shall respect them going forward. I was I I've been staring at that stupid roster thing all this whole time. I'm gonna say it. I'm like, there's four Ohio guys right here. I'm gonna say it. All I can say is that's a real loser mentality since he hasn't officially lost yet. <laughs> <laughs> See, told you he's gonna get this show. He's gonna fucking end it. It's not- yep, I knew it. <laughs> Fowler, the the podcast killer or butcher, whatever the fuck it was called. Yes. That's my the man, Delvin Cox of the Delvin Cox experience. But also Delvin does with PSVG, fucking name all Red Horseman shows that you do because you do so many that you can't get them all off. But how many? Just some of the shows that you like. This my shit. I do these motherfuckers, and this is the one that like are most important to me. Well, I have to talk about Cadillac on Mars first because Chalf, you'll kill me if I don't say that one first. Yeah, you um, do. Which I'll mention it here. The more important show. Yeah, but you didn't mention it there. <laughs> I did mention that last night. Everywhere. <laughs> See, I get threatened to mention this show. Cadillac <laughs> <laughs> Bars, PlayStation Experience, which is doing pretty good. Um, I'm also one of the co-hosts and the, the funny person on PSVG play some video games. I also host a wrestling podcast called PSVG Strong Style. And I have a litany of other podcasts and appearances I do. All across the world, from the office of my house. Yes, <laughs> I'm on a lot of shit. Scott, <laughs> so tell me on Patreon where we learn about Delvin's life and the uh, the ups and downs and all the things that go wrong that don't involve occur around him. That's a wild podcast that can never come out on free feeds. No, you gotta I will get, get canceled. Yeah, I will get canceled. Yeah. <laughs> And probably stabbed. No, he won't. He, I was gonna say he won't get canceled. He'll get murdered by uh, people he discusses on there. Yes, I would. I would get hurt. Tell him to see you. Tell him to see you in the streets. That's what's up. True. <laughs> oh, oh, they True. would. Uh, that, 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 <laughs> they probably would. So don't say they would see you in the streets. <laughs> nah, you don't want. Yeah. You don't want that, Delvin. Nah. That's my man, the homie Chalfie, the host of Cadillac on Mars, and all around good dude. What's the good word, man? Uh, you know, just want to say thanks again for having me on. I, I really do enjoy, like, spending time with you guys. Um, you know, for people who, who think about getting into podcasting, like, you should do it. Because it's, it's a great opportunity to, like, kick it and, like, fuck around with your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, on Cadillac on Mars, it really just is an opportunity to allow people to just sit in on a conversation where we're just, like, hanging out. And so to kind of expand that friend group into into this group is really like a great thing. So just want to say thank you so much for letting me be a part of this, uh, even though you allowed 
Mike Fowler to be a part of it is disappointing, but uh, it is what it is. It's your show, not mine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Standard. That's Tatum 216. Good night. See you next Thursday. That's Lunchbox 2099. Howdy ho. That's the RV in Puerto Rican, my homeboy, the real ODP, Gabe. I got to ask if that uh, uh, real Ghostbusters uh, fire comes with a, a free a blowjob ghost. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Hey, yo. <laughs> Not a bad question. <laughs> I am the Internet's Tayrell 713, the host of this very show. I, I co-host on Cadillac on Mars. This is the Cadillac on Mars Stays Crunchy and Milk crossover side B. You have just been podcast to it. I know you loved it. Stay we'll crunchy next Cadillacs. Yep. Two different Cadillacs. Stays crunchy on Mars. <laughs> Peace. Hey, what happened to you? You used to be beautiful.